Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, get up. Good morning and let's go. Episode 60 of Living Split Screen is coming at you live, raw, and uncut. And where else can you come to get the authentic, passionate gaming industry conversation than right here with the Living Split Screen guys? For those who are tuned in live with us, I want to say shout out to y'all. Hopefully y'all are having a beautiful start to your weekend as we roll directly into the E3 of gaming, Super Bowl of gaming, whatever it is to you. This is Christmas. We have a lot of coming out on the horizon. Um, but before that, definitely got to pay a little bit of bills here. One. Got a shout out to the Midweek Mix-Up Collective for not only sponsoring us, but also be, just being a representative for us and also just allowing us to be us. Much love to the gentleman over there, Wandering Dutch and such. Also, today, for those who are tuning in live, and on the audio side of things, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to have to catch it live at some point, but it is also something else that I am working on in the background. We have some Diablo immortal gameplay for you running. Now, look, Diablo Immortal is going to have a lot of things that I personally want to say about it because a lot of people are saying that the phone is very, uh, that the game is very predatory, that the game is very, um, it's a good game, but it's just microtransactions are ruining the game. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if people forgot, but it is a phone game. But we'll get a little bit more into that here in a bit. Nothing to take away from it. Though, so, with that said, I am one of your hosts, Steel Rain. I, Steel Rain, I, the T is a seven. You can find me everywhere. And I have to pass it off to my brother from another, the uncanny gentleman himself, the X-Man, who is not Cyclops. My guy, Hong. So, what's going on, brother? <laughs> for anybody who wasn't here for our before show, anybody listening to us in the future, future, Merry Gamers Christmas, everyone. Welcome to Living Split Screen, another Saturday, and man, is it freaking, what an amazing week already, half, a couple days, and I'm already feeling like we already have so much Brand new stuff coming our way, and we haven't even hit the Super Bowl on Sunday yet for a lot of us. Not everybody, but a lot of us. Listen, Steel, this is the best time to be here doing this in this community full of people just like us, passionate, got that kid-like feeling, but ready to open up some new, brand new presents coming down the road with Santa on his sleigh. That's what this is about right now, and man, I am so glad to be here with you, brother. We haven't get the we, we did a show last night together, we but again, bit. I was you know Thursday. I did nine straight hours of podcasting. You and I have been in the DMs, obviously, but yeah. man, we haven't had a really a chance to sit down and talk just you and I like we do on Saturdays every week, living split screen about this. So I right. am ready to get down to business, man. I got the Superman shirt on. It is time to fly, Steel, because I'm feeling like I could right now. Like, I don't need Red Bull right now because I got gaming. And gaming is giving me a lot Give you life. to talk about. It's giving me life. It's giving me hype. 
even more so. Again, we've been doing this now for the past month. I can't believe yeah. it's actually here still. That's what's crazy. No, that's cr- like we've been, bro. How fast this time flew! Like we were just talking about, man, we're gonna have to wait till June, and we got it. We got it. all this, man. Here we are right now. Yeah on the cusp of the Super Bowl, but we've got all this other great stuff happening with Keeley's game, summer game fest, which everybody's got their opinion about these right. shows. Right. But man, over 40 games were shown at Keeley's show. Yeah. Insane with surprises, game pass surprises for all of those, uh, those of us invested in the Xbox uh, eco ecosystem. That's the main, we thing, got yeah. surprises out of the blue with no fanfare, wow. nothing. What does that mean for the big show on Sunday? We're going to talk about all that today, Steele. But, chat, you guys are all amazing. Absolutely love to see all of you in here spending your Saturday. Again, it's been nonstop shows. Everybody is having shows this week. So it's absolutely incredible to watch people. You know, when they join you, you know they could be about a 1,000 other places. Literally a 1,000 other podcasts. But they choose to, to come listen to us wherever we're at. And we appreciate all of you, nothing but love and respect. And I hope you have all found something over the past couple of days that interests you because that's what this is about. It is the golden age of gaming people. If you doubt that at this point, after what we've seen coming, man, I don't know what to tell you anymore because I have never seen a time like this in my life playing video games. 100%. I am so excited right now. Steel. It's crazy, man. It is absolutely insane. What we got going on. Um, Otherwise, gaming-wise, look, I worked heavy Monday through Wednesday, uh, took Thursday off, uh, worked from home yesterday, so I haven't had the much time, but, bro, I, I ain't going to lie. The game I swore off, I got it working the other night, Steel, <laughs> yeah. live right. on the air on PM and the PM. Uh, I had Jasper help me out, and it worked. I got Call of Duty Modern Warfare working from the disc on my Series X because the Modern Warfare 2 hype, man, it grabbed a hold of me. I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm excited for Call of Duty. Like, Battlefield let me down, and I don't think Activision and Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is going to let me down this time, Steel. I really think they're back on top. Infinity Ward knows what they're doing, so I had to go back. I had to try again to install Modern Warfare, and I got it working. And Man, I am rusty, but I'm getting my legs back in the Call of Duty quick twitch. Legs are coming back again, but I'm having a blast in Modern Warfare 2019 because I had never really played it. Uh, I never had it. So to go back and see that and now get hyped for Modern Warfare 2, that's great. But man, we got so many other games to talk about. Steel, I know you've been all over this Diablo Immortal. I talked a little bit about uh, when yeah. it first dropped. I had played it for about an hour. Yeah. Uh, Stu, you've been deep diving this, man. You've been yeah, in I've been ne- I've been neck mortal. deep. I've been neck deep, man. Um, mainly for me, I want because this is the thing that I that I really hate about communities overall and just people mostly. Um, is that people like to blow things out of proportion. Uh, for example, I'll give you Kana, Bridge of Spirits. Um, people said that Kana was a less than eight hour experience game. Uh, now I played the game on hard, but I got almost more than 20 hours over the, in that game before I beat it. Um, I think I put in maybe closer to 40, whatever the case might be. And no, I wasn't like looking at the grass and like, taking all these pictures. And I mean, of course I got pictures and I got gameplay and, and everything else. Um, but it was a more expensive exper- experience than what people tried to make it seem. I know a lot of people try to, you know, a lot of people beeline games and they just boss, 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 boss. And people will tell you that's, 
what well, oh that i mean that's how you get through games you just beat it and it's like that's not experiencing games to me though um when i play games and me and it's definitely a fault of my own um it's part of the reason why i don't get to most of the time touch a shit ton of games um i like to get involved in the world i get like to get pulled into the world now here recently with podcasting and me being more involved with the community and the industry overall um that that has opened up a little bit for me where before uh, i wouldn't start one or two games before finishing one um now I, I there are games that i do open up and everything now i also know what i stand for as a game and i know what i'm into so and it is also about time right because time is the major factor as we continue to get older uh, i know for those who might be a little bit younger may not understand it may not get it but i'll be real with you time only escapes you as you get older so um definitely trying to plan it out right and make sure you get all your time in or whatever the case is something completely different um the diablo immortal conversation i will save for after we do our um upcoming week in games just so we can dive neck deep in that conversation because it's a deeper conversation to have than some may tell you the game is not just trash the game is not just pay to win the game is not just oh um it's uh it's it's filled with microtransactions and they're forcing you to make these purchases it's not none of that um so i definitely want to have a bigger conversation there but there's been, there has been a few games um that i've been into at least this week so I'm I'm right now I'm in the mainstay of three games. I started Sekiro. Um I'm about over ten hours into Sekiro. I'm having Ooh, a really I didn't know good you did that. I didn't yeah, know you did that. Yes. Oh. Uh Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Um yeah. I'm having a really good time with Sekiro, but I am seeing why people say that it is <laughs> the most difficult out of all the Souls games. This game is not forgiving. It it's not. It's like when you die, you lose a lot. And then you also have this like additional pressure on um, whatever the case might be from uh, this poison, whatever the case may be. Again, I'm still towards the beginning of the game, so I may not, I don't know all the phrases and everything, but it's, it's, it's not too bad for me because this game is literally, it's another one of those Souls games to where I'm not gonna say another one of those Souls games, but it's a, it, it's a, it's another one of those games, I should say, that wants you to understand how the game needs to be played. Like the enemies are aggressive and the game wants you to be aggressive also. Because if not, and you take too long, you're gonna be having some long battles. It's all about building that meter up so you can break their posture, um, get the major damage in on them, sneaking around, using the environment to your advantage. You know, I tried to approach it and just do it like Souls-like and just dodge and nah, that wasn't working. Uh, you gotta use the run mechanic, you gotta use the dodge mechanic, you gotta know what the weapon, the type of weapons you're using. Um, I also have the game fully modded out on PC too. So um, that's definitely been a fun time. I got a completely different outfit for Sekiro right now. He's looking pretty fly. looks like the drip god. Um, and I also have a really pretty dope sword for him. I had him using a lightsaber, but I swapped it out. I might swap, a, I might swap it back, but I did have that going. Um, another game, uh, so that's Diablo Immortal and Sekiro that I've been kind of neck deep in. And Diablo Immortal, I believe I'm at I'm probably right around 30 hours into the game. No money spent into the game. So I do want to say that. Uh, well, except for five dollars, um, and that five dollars was on the battle pass, but that was towards the end. Um, that was that's been here recently. Um, 
the other one that I've been jumped that I've jumped into because I am a mecha fan, and Gundam Breaker Three was the biggest reason I ever bought a PlayStation Four. Um, so as a mecha fan, and I just said we just had this Gundam uh, kind of expo that happened here recently where they announced uh, Gundam Evolution, which is which is like the Overwatch clone, I should say. Um, it looks really good though. I'm hoping it's going to end up being really fun. I signed up for the the open beta for that. Um, but then they also announced the SD Gundam game. Um, it's another ARP. Uh, it's an uh, action RPG game. So I was scouring over uh, on the computer and it's randomly typed in, "Hey, best robot game, best mech game on PC." Of course, you get your typical. You get uh, Mech Warrior that comes up. You get Robot Wars that comes up. And there's some other games that end up coming up. None of them that kind of interest me. Now, I do have another one, uh, Damonette's Machina, that I do want to get back into at some point. But I was looking for something that fit what I was looking for. The customization and the combat and, you know, something more along, more along those lines. I've got, of like, the Gundam Breaker game that I play. Gundam Breaker 3. And I end up coming across this game um, that's actually in early access uh, called Mass Builder. Uh, and Mass stands for Mechanical Assault Skeleton Suit. So it's M-Ass Builder is what you're saying. Yeah, M-Ass Builder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah exactly. <laughs> I know what kind of the game this is. Here we go. No. Um, but the it's anime. No. Nah. It does have anime aspects <laughs> in it, though. Um, but that's not the main focus. Um, essentially, <laughs> essentially, the game itself, um, Mass Builder is an action RPG with you as a player piloting a mass suit, and you're the commander of a private military company. You're setting out to help combat the threats of quarks, which are like basically like aliens, you know what I mean? Um, and then you will build, customize, a fight to save the world, or at least have fun creating, customize your perfect mechanical suit. Now, that's one of the main things about this game that intrigued me because it is fully customizable. Um, they have separate pieces. You can add on to the pieces. You have literally full customization on this game. And for this game to be an early access, um, I also looked at their Twitter. Uh, you can look up Mass Builder on Twitter. They don't even have 2,000 followers yet. Now, they, maybe they don't work on their Twitter like that. Maybe that's not where they get a lot of their attention at. But I'm going to tell you right now, for those who have a PC, because it's only available on PC, this game needs to be on every console in existence. Um, currently, they're working on PvP and getting co-op uh, implemented into the game. I saw them working on that. They dropped some dev diaries on that, uh, kind of just jumping into what their thoughts was and what they're trying to do. This game has a lot of potential as a mech game. I showed some pawns, some a little bit of gameplay in the background in case you guys, if you're into that, yeah, it check amazing. out check out mass builder the combat is amazing the dual wielding is on point uh the gun mechanics are cool there are <laughs> you can definitely tell that they yes don't geezer have... there are twerking gundams yes yeah twerking gundams. Eel has assured me of that <laughs> no no there's no twerking gundams um and yes this game the story does have some anime elements though it's more so you have to you're reading the story you can definitely tell that most of their effort has gone into of course your initial intro to the game to like your hangar and how all that set up the ui and then also the actual end game so a lot of their attention is there um the story overall again i told you a little bit about it it's cool um it's not the most whatever it's kind of typical whatever the case hey save the world get us some money uh earn more parts kind of thing 
Um, and then uh, the game features an in-depth custom customization system that has clear distinction between equipment that gives you status and equipment of pure aesthetics. You'll be able to customize everything on the suit uh, to match your play style while looking good in fast-paced mechanical combat. Again, Mass Builder, check it out if you have it on PC. It's the third. It's, that's my going to be my third game that I'm currently into right now. So between Diablo, Mass Builder, and Sekiro, I'm I'm, I'm neck deep right now, man. Um, and then you. I'm gonna have to redialle a uh, Call of Duty for you. I'm at least the multiplayer. I'll jump. I'll you jump don't back have to do that, that, brother. Again, I never expect that from people, man. I, I'm can, just I can get my legs back underneath me again before Modern Warfare Two comes out. That's all. I just... and it depends on what we got going on, but I mean, yeah. we're gonna run it. Uh, I know we got some other people to download it. If we're gonna run it, we'll run it. Uh, I don't mind that. Again, last time I played, really played Call of Duty. I've, all I did was play Warzone. Um, I haven't played multiplayer since the game has come out. So. I played Call of Duty with randoms for so long that it's right. like no big deal. Yeah, I never that's how, that's how I feel. That's how yeah. I feel too. I, I'm yeah. I, if I want to play a game, I'm going to play a game. No, yeah. I don't have to wait yeah. for somebody. <laughs> right. Um, but with that being said, let's get into uh, what we're games we got upcoming this week, and then we'll get into the Diablo Immortal conversation. Pong, oh, are you ready? I am ready, sir. All right, oh, let's my get screen it. Screen would not jump up there. We're we're in June already. We are in June. There we go. Thanks for coming back, computer. Appreciate you. Well, well, well. It is Christmas time, so you know, uh, companies are too busy talking about brand new games coming in the future. They don't launch a whole lot, but. There is some stuff this week. So we got the week of June the 13th, um, running through the 19th, I guess. Uh, so let's see what we got in store for us this week. Starting out with a very, very interesting game. Uh, we actually saw this at the Keeleys. I believe it was the Keeleys. Forgive me if I screw up my uh, shows because there was so much showing. But I believe that, yeah, this one was at the Keeleys. So this week, coming out to Switch and PC is a little game called Neon White. Uh, this is a, oh boy, how do we want to describe it? This is an action game. It's a, it's a, it's a runner. It's a runner it's a, action. It, it, kind of a runner, but you got more freedom than a runner. Too, I mean, yeah, right? yeah. I mean, that's true. That's you're true. you're moving. It's not just a straight line like most runners are, right? So right. you can go all over. The, this is going to be a speedrunner's paradise, though. Oh, that's yeah, for yeah. damn sure, um, because it's got it's got this great, fantastic anime style to it. Um, that the, it's it's extremely creative. It's almost okay. Uh, Mirror's Edge. It's Mirror's Edge in an anime style with a whole lot more action to it than even uh, Mirror's Edge combat wise, right? So this is, they call it a first person shooter puzzle platforming game. Okay, that's what they call this officially. So um, go check out this video. If you're in those types of games, this is extremely fast paced. You're going to be wanting to find the quickest route. Um, There is some kind of card system that you have to use to attack with, I believe. So you got to watch the videos and read up on it more. But if you're into that mirrors edge style game, man, go check this one out. Absolutely gorgeous graphics to it. I absolutely love the style. It's not for me. Again, I was never a mirrors edge guy. I'm not into that getting, you know, having to plan my attacks on the run like that, and then finding the best way to do it and replaying over and over again. But 
Neon White is definitely going to have a fan base um, because the characters are absolutely incredibly designed. Uh, that's just personal taste. Some people look at it and say, nope. But for me, it looks great. It's developed by Angel Matrix, uh, published by the absolutely fabulous, and we talk about it all the time here, Annapurna Interactive. Annapurna does not miss. They are like Devolver. They are some of the best indie publishers out there. Probably 1A and 1B for them and Devolver right now. So go check out Neon White. Absolutely looks ridiculously good. Again, PC and Switch to start out. Obviously, there's hope uh, that they're going to bring it to everything eventually for a lot of people. But right now, it's switching PC. That's June the 16th. Um, And then we've got Red Out 2 coming to PlayStation 5, Xbox Series consoles, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And uh, Red Out is basically a clone. This is published by Saber Interactive. The Wipeout clone. Yes. The, uh, without the shooting. By, without the shooting. But it's published by Saber Interactive, developed by th- 34 Big Things. Uh, go check out Reddit 2 if you're looking for that racing game. In it, it, It's almost a clone of Wipeout in a lot of ways. So go yeah. check out Reddit 2. Fast. Yeah. It's, it's faster. faster. Um, it yeah. doesn't have the shooting in there and everything. I played yeah. the first Redout. Um, okay. Me and my brother had a really good time with it. But um, I was expecting it for it to be more like Wipeout like an evolution of wipeout and it doesn't yeah. have any of that it's literally about okay. you racing how fast you can go learning the tracks it's a fun game um it's a beautiful they have some beautiful games they got some solid tracks and it could be enticing for some people um hopefully red out 2 does pretty well absolutely um then we've got a game and in this golden age of gaming with all the stuff we've heard about coming to console from pc already this generation Please bring one of these Starship Trooper strategy titles. Starship Troopers Terran Command is coming to PC June 16th as well. Oh, I love Starship Troopers, man. That fan base is so rabid, man. I, Dude, Starship Troopers is fantastic. I wish I could play this, but Starship Troopers Terran Command is coming to PC. Uh, so go check that out for all you PCMRs out there. I'm sure it's going to be a freaking blast. It's got to be. It's Starship Troopers. It, they can't miss. They can't miss with Starship. Um, yeah. Go check that one out. And then well, this one. For. This, this, this one right here, folks. This is one of the surprises. We'll we'll get into it more over at the Keeley shows because this not only was it just a surprise in a couple, in, in, in three different ways, it surprised the hell out of us. Yeah. Even though we all knew about this game, it's still, they came with the full came with the heat. Boat. Yeah, they came with the heat on Keeley's show, but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And again, we'll get into this, but also now confirmed coming to Game Pass day and date with six-player co-op. And, of course, you say six. How can you have six players, Pong, when there's only four turtles? What the hell are they talking about? They make up some janky new turtles and throw them in there like this is going to be teenage. No, no, they did not. <laughs> the pink turtle. No, they had the pink turtle. Are we going to have the Power Ranger turtles now? Is this what we're going to do? <laughs> nope, they did not do that. They uh, did exactly. That would have been dope. Though. They did the most fantastic thing ever. They added April O'Neil, Master Splinter, and of course, Casey Jones. All three playable six-player co-op online 
co-op online we were all clamoring for as well huge deal we'll talk about it more but obviously many in this community are excited about this i know my friends list is going to see a lot of tmnt come the 16th when we're all firing it up and getting online this is going to be a party game this is going to be a blast okay um so teenage mutant turtles shredder's revenge coming out june 16th be ready and then another one that a lot of people hey are gonna downplay but fall guys is also coming to playstation 5 xbox series consoles xbox one and switch it's going free to play so it might get revitalized. There's still a lot of people playing it. It just isn't what it was during the pan- the pandemic, obviously. But man, kids are going to love this. There's a lot of people in this community excited about it. Again, even though it's a game not for me, I'm happy Fall Guys is finally coming here, man. It's finally coming. So Fall Guys, June... Tw- oh, I skipped ahead. That's June 21st. I no, you're good. This week. You're good. So that comes June 21st. But next week... I got something special next week too. Something that's going to be near and dear to my heart next week. Uh, and uh, I'll be playing that probably by the time we talk about it. Uh, well, no, I won't because we'll be this Saturday, but anyways, that's it for this week because we got too many things to talk about for future games. That That's what we're going to talk about now. So uh, let's get down to it. See, actually you want to dive into Diablo first. So yeah, your yeah, thing. yeah, I was going to, I'm, I'm going to start off a little bit. Um, Thank you, Paul, for that upcoming games segment. Uh, again, uh, yeah. one of the biggest reasons we love doing that is because gaming is art and should be treated as such. Uh, not only do we want to get you excited for what's coming in, but we want we also let you get you excited with what has come in the past. Uh, so definitely be on the lookout for that. Uh, also, Ray, Ray, if they bring in the TMNT collection as well to Game Pass, man, that's a one-two combo. Yeah, right that's there. a one-two. If they get that on top of this, yo. It's going to be co-op for all of them. Oh, it's going to be some fun going on yeah, around now, here. Let's go. Let's that's go. that's that's going that's going to be some recording sessions we'd have to get in for sure. Um, but what I was going to say is first, ladies and gentlemen, again, if you're here, got to do got to do the bills. Definitely hit that like button, share us out, tell your mama's daddy about us, um, and tell your daddy's girlfriend about us. Um, tell them that we are live, that we're keeping it to you live, raw and uncut. And uh, other than that. Thank you all for being here, man. And then on the audio side of things, again, if you can, please hit us with a rating. Um, Only give us five stars if you feel like we're worthy of it. Other than that, let us know what we're doing wrong. Otherwise, uh, let us know how we can improve. Our Twitter DMs are always open for those who are listening live or do have a Twitter. But let's get into Diablo because Jordan Luke just answered, asked another question and this is part of the one of the things that I want to address and Pong if there's anything that comes up that whether it be in chat or anything that you could think of that you feel like would be important for the people to know let me know and I'll address those things but Diablo Immortal seemingly one of the most controversial um, and mainly because I think of how great diablo is as an ip overall okay, uh, hold on hold, hold on real quick tim tim the sorcerer just to correct you shadow run the trilogy is the 21st not the 16th hey, i've already got them pre-downloaded that's the one i'm going to be talking about when it comes out man but the, the shadow run trilogy is the 21st yeah. uh so if you're looking forward to the 16th sorry man i am sorry about the uh bad news but it is 21st so just to let you know. yeah unless the dates change um, but if, if that's the case let us know um so jordan luke he asked a question that says is diablo immortal paid to win and we'll start there 
Is Diablo Immortal pay to win? Short answer, yes. Long answer, it's hard for me to consider it pay to win. Mainly because it's more so pay to grind than it is pay to win. Now, again, that kind of goes hand in hand with each other. You pay to grind enough, then essentially you have paid to win because you'll end up getting the best gear. Now, Diablo Immortal isn't pay to win in the aspect of, oh, if I spend money on the game, I'm going to get the best gear or whatever else the case. Because it all, at the end of the day, is based off a of chance. This is 100% a loot box driven game. This game is 100% a mobile game. It is set up as a mobile game. I want people to understand that. This is not the console game. This is not the PC game. This is a mobile game. This game was set up to entice you to spend money left and right. I I'll be completely honest in saying that. Now, myself, kind of like John, who John says he's currently level 59 Barbarian, and, if you, and the only money he spent is on the Battle Pass. The Battle Pass is $5. It isn't bad. It's $5. It lasts, it lasts. The thing about the Battle Pass, though, and this is another place where they get you playing those mental mind games, is Battle Pass only lasts for 30 days. After 30 days, that's it. So you either get what you have within that battle pass, you make full use and level up that battle pass, or you lose it. Period. So you're already playing mind games with people there. We all know how battle passes do it. Fortnite, Call of Duty, all these other games do the exact same thing where they give you this battle pass, they expect for you to finish it. And if you don't finish it, oh well. You have to try again next time. If they ever bring it around the next time. The other thing too that Diablo does is that after you do these runs and everything, they do try to entice you and say, hey, you know, if you go through this run and you got this loot, if you did this, you can get this much more loot. Oh, by the way, after you just finished that dungeon, oh, if you get this pack right now, it's a 500% um, value. And as a consumer, when you see these numbers, it is, it is, it can be difficult for someone to be like, to have self-control and say, oh man, all this value, how can I deny this value? Now, that is where I'm going to have my main argument. Because you as a consumer should be able to determine and stop yourself from spending money on a game unnecessarily. Nobody's forcing you to spend money. Nobody's saying that you have to spend money. Yes. I do, will, do and will agree that this game is a predatory game. The game is extremely predatory. And it is extremely obvious. The game does not, this, okay. It would be one thing if, the, if Diablo Immortal was hiding the fact that it has all these pay-to-play aspects to it. It's not. It's blatant. It's in your face. And the biggest parts that you see it is when you're done doing your daily missions and that's when you start noticing it because the XP gain is very slow, especially if you're not in the battle pass, especially if you don't have things to complete in your book or whatever the case might be, your quest log or whatever the case may be. You're gaining very minimal XP. You know how they make up for that? Hey, you spend $2 here, or you get 
X amount of XP and you get these extra gems. You know what these gems do or these relics do for you? They allow you to go do these relic runs that'll get you more loot and better gear and better crystals. But we're gonna set up a in-game economy to where players basically understand where if you don't have any of these relics, you're gonna get kicked out of these matches because people aren't gonna to wanna to run with somebody that doesn't have any relics. And that's exactly what's happening. If you go do a relic run and you have zero relics and everybody else has at least one, you're getting kicked out. So now you as a consumer, you as a gamer, you as a player who is trying to play the game free, completely free to play, and mind you, they do, they do hand out relics and they do things, but they do it in moderation. This is a game where you get in, dive in for a couple hours or so, and then pull yourself out. And that's it for the day. Literally. This is not Diablo 2 Resurrected. This is not Diablo 4. This is not Path of Exile. This is not any of the other games that people keep trying to compare it to. This is a mobile Diablo game. Candy Crush, all the same things you see in Candy Crush and other games like that, Bejeweled and other games like that, is the exact same thing that you're seeing in Diablo Immortal. But for a game that is completely free to play, I am almost level 60. Spent only $5 in the game for the Battle Pass because of how far I've advanced into it and how far I've advanced to the game. I was already halfway through the Battle Pass without getting anything, without investing. I'm almost level 60. 60 is where the game opens up and the game hasn't even fully opened up more. So after you hit 60, the game opens up even more. You have more uh, things to get to, more things to grind. And then you also opens up your Paragon level. My main takeaway from all of this, from what I have experienced is personally, this game is not one that you're gonna get in and be like, oh, I'm going to compete. No, you're not. Unless you're willing to spend thousands of dollars on this game, you are not going to compete. Whether that's a PvP level or in a PvE level. If you're trying to be the top damage or what, this is not the game for that. This game is quite literally, hey, here's some Diablo on the go, bite-sized pieces, a grind that you can keep up with on a day-to-day -day basis, especially as a free-to-play player, and then you go mind your business. It's not here, it's not here biding for all of your time. And that is where people mess up. People are so obsessed because the game is fucking fantastic. The story is, uh, is A1. It reminds me of Diablo 2. It does. Classic. The gameplay is immaculate. I'm usually a berserker in, in Diablo games and these style of games. I'm, I'm playing Necromancer and I'm having a fucking blast. Summoning shit. I'm shooting energy balls. I'm shooting necromancy ball from a distance. I got a golem. I got four skeletons that are running with me. I summon a grim, uh, grim reaper that goes around slicing shit up. Like I'm doing a fucking shit ton. Of, like, and the game is doing really well with making me feel strong until I get to other content, right? Where they get you. You do not have to spend money in this game, but this game makes it very enticing to spend money which I can, and I understand that, which is the problem that we have because this game is too good for it to have the things that it has in place. And right now, 
unless you pay, you are not going to be somebody that's going to be able to keep up with some of the whales or you know, you don't even have to be a whale. You're not going to be able to keep up with somebody who spends a hundred bucks on the game a month. You're not. Now you could get some luck of the draw. Sure. It happens. Everybody. I knew people like that all the time. Luck of the draw. First try, third try. Boom. They're good to go. They don't have to ever grind for anything for real. Then you have those who it doesn't work out that way. And that's been my biggest takeaway from Diablo Immortal. If you guys like Diablo, stop listening to people and play this game. Now, if you don't like playing mobile games, I feel you. Don't play it on mobile. If you can play it on PC, play it on PC. This game has no reason not to be on any consoles. It does need to be optimized. It doesn't look the greatest, especially on PC. Sure, but that can be scaled, right? They can, they can do a little bit more work on that, give us some more options. At the end of the day, the base of the game is 100% there. The biggest problem is with microtransactions. And I'm sorry to tell you guys, honestly, I'm not sorry because everybody should have self-control, but if you cannot control yourself not to spend money, if you cannot control yourself to pull yourself away from this game because of how great the game is, and I know that's kind of contradictory, it is a mobile first game. That is how it was designed. So you can complain about the game and how you can't grind for a thousand hours and get good gear and you can do all that if you want. That is not, this is not the game for that. Again, go play Diablo 2 Resurrected. Go play Path of Exile. Go play, get ready for Diablo 4. All this has done for me personally is get me extremely hyped for Diablo 4. Now I, I really want, after playing Diablo Immortal, and I've been hearing the up and down conversations, I was like, man, maybe I need to go jump back into Diablo, Diablo 2 Resurrected, man. Like, God, I, like I'm really, I'm fiending. For, maybe I need to go play Path of Exile. Oh, well, I'm doing my research. Oh, it's not, it's not like Diablo, though. It's not Diablo. Path of Exile is a little bit slower. I like the pace of this it's, game. It's really good, Path of Exile. I've heard, and I've, I've heard it's really good, but I've also heard it slower. Yeah. yeah. Which it isn't is. a problem, because yeah. I'm, I'm not interested enough to dive into something, because there's supposed to be a Path of Exile 2 coming out, and I'm really bad about that, uh, especially big games like that, because Path of Exile is in a small game. Um, so, and if, if there's already a second one that's supposedly, quote-unquote, supposed to come out this year, I'm going to try that one out. Unless we get Diablo 4 before that, then, of course... Me being biased, I'm always going to go Diablo because that's, that's just what I came up with. But I'd say, yes, Tim, he says, well, sounds like Diablo 4 is going to be fire. Yeah. 100%. That. Based off of this game, yeah. I, I, have, I have no problems. Because essentially, I, what I think is Diablo 4 is going to have all of this and except for all the microtrain. I, I think what they're going to learn from this is that they can make a purely cosmetic Microtrans and microtransaction based game, no loot boxes, and can be a huge breadwinner for them. Well, and Blizzard's going back. They listen to the fans. They're going yeah. back to the darker, more much grim, darker, yeah. much grim, you know, much more grim, bloodier Diablo from back in the that's day. That's how it should which, be. Yeah, which is how what it I should miss. be. Cool. That's, and that's what yeah. I miss. Hundred percent. And that's the other thing Diablo Mortal does right. It it does that. 
corpse explosions like you know how dope, how dope it is where i kill i'm i'm killing these mobs or whatever then all of a sudden i hit corpse explosion and you hear nothing but pop 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 bunch of just corpses exploding on the ground blood that's what makes diablo dope man and the loot grind it, it just it's it's a good time it's very enticing it's fun and i think that's really why people have a problem with it because it is egregious that if you don't yeah. pay you're not going to be able to be competitive but it's hard for me to complain when yo, I'm almost 40 hours in and I've only spent $5 on a free game. Right. Exactly. That's, but that's just me. Right. Um, if you're that person that's got to be the best of the best in a game. This isn't for you. This isn't for this you. Isn't, this isn't money. for you. But if you're a gamer, yeah. if you're just a gamer and you're looking for an experience, this is what I said. And I only hopped in for like an hour or two, right, whatever. I haven't gone back to it again this, this past week. But when I hopped into it for that first part, Listen, this is Blizzard at its finest. This yeah. they didn't skimp on oh. the Diablo experience yeah. here. Like, yeah, did they put a bunch of stuff behind the paywall, the excessive paywall? Yes, they did do that. But the game itself, they didn't just slap this thing together no. and say, "Let's put a let's slap There's Diablo a on, on on some generic." No, this is Prime Blizzard. The team yeah. that's behind this did a fantastic job. This is top quality. Again, we had this discussion I think last weekend whether or not mobile games could ever be considered like triple a games and i think that Good games example. like get like genshin impact and those types Turn the games side, there are games in the mobile space now that you can look at that you can sit down and play and go look there was a lot of time effort thought passion put into this game yes it may be monetized to hell but like steel just got done saying it's 2022 what do you expect we should all know this by now this is the mobile market if you don't like it hey there's other options for you and i understand diablo fans well we just want to play diablo well then like steel said go back and play diablo 2 go play diablo 3 right those are there for you until you wait for diablo 4 those are there but if you want a new diablo experience in bite-sized portions blizzard did not just again throw this out there and say, we're just going to slap Diablo's name on there, make a bunch of bank and move on. And they took, you know, a few months to put this thing together. No, no, no. 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 They, 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 they live up. This game lives up to that Diablo name in every way, shape and form. If you take out all the monetization. So if you can just go play yeah. a game and you don't care about the PVP, you don't care about being the godlike creature that you can become by paying thousands of dollars. If you don't care about that, you just want the straight, distilled diablo experience go play this game because it's worth your time if you like playing on mobile or pc i I hope they bring it to console because i think it's got a home on console as well but again this is something that that's really high quality out of the blizzard team and it is something that i think people again the conversation can be had how far is too far with monetization but like steel said he's got 40 hours nearly into this game and he's only spent $5. So if you have self-control and you're one of those people that don't mind the Diablo grind, Diablo's always been a grind, okay? Always. And it, but if that's cool to you and you don't care about all the extra splash and dash, go play this game because it's fantastic. From what I little bit I played, now Steel, again, from talking to him about this 40 hours in, man, I'm, I'm sold on this game. This game sounds like it's going to be the next big thing. Yeah. Now, could they do something with the monetization? Yeah, maybe they will adjust some of it. Once they get enough people into the game and playing, maybe they will adjust a little bit of it. 
um, to make it easier for certain people to get at least get up a little bit, like to get some of those gems in that gear. Maybe they'll adjust the the drop rate, right? So that more, I think there was one ridiculous stat you'd have to play 10 years straight to, to, to get the drops uh, versus paying thousands of dollars. Well, maybe they'll adjust some of that um, as they go too. But right now, it's just a great, the base game is great for Diablo fans. And it's something that's going to carry you over until we get four and giga j no nah, i don't think it's coming this year brother uh diablo yeah. 4 will be next year diablo 4 will be 2023 they're they're taking they're taking some extra time with that with diablo 4 um i i think they're trying to hit another mainstay they really want to put diablo back on the map and again um they did a lot of right a lot of things right with this with the mortal but they're also taking a lot of backlash on the back end and again it's an it's an up and down thing you're not going to make everybody happy um but it does show you how passionate people are for diablo and i think that's the bigger conversation to be had because now diablo's being talked more than it ever has been previously right um no matter how you want to look at it negative negative or positive diablo's being talked about and guess what that does for four continues to build that hype up and guess what when four releases and they or they do a dock and they tell you oh diablo 4 is everything immortal is and 10 times over it's graphically a masterpiece and the story is magnificent and um the gameplay is the greatest you've ever seen in this gameplay style then all all is forgiven and you and they, and they could have the perfect grind system set up there also it, it, it's funny how funny how franchises go through this yeah. when they put out like three three had all of its issues yeah three didn't hit I the like way three that, that came out though yeah i so did i but, but three didn't hit the way there was a lot no, of the didn't. diablo fan base that was very disappointed in three for yeah, you know some I mean, valid some valid reasons yeah. they try to change up they try to get a little bit again they always do that they try to go for a bigger audience and they change right. some things up to make it more accessible for people and all that kind of stuff. And you kind of leave some of your hardcore fans behind. But again, Diablo 4, everything we've seen, they're listening to the fan base. They're coming back. Blizzard is now back on the upswing. They've had their down moments, but people forget how big Diablo is. People forget how big these franchises that have these dips really are. Everybody's going to remember, especially if this Activision Blizzard deal goes through and they are now underneath the Microsoft umbrella and that thing drops in the game pass day and date. Diablo 4 is going to be a phenomenon as long as they do what they did with Immortal. And it seems like they are. They're taking their time. They've gone back to what made Diablo great again. And again, that's what you're seeing in Immortal. In a lot of ways, you're seeing, like Steele just said, kind of the starting point uh, for Diablo 4. Because what they brought back to Immortal is that Diablo 2 feeling versus the Diablo 3 feeling and Diablo 4 is going to go even further back and actually I think they're going to actually go even grim and darker from the yeah. environments that we did see so that is going to bring back those hardcore fans Diablo is going to be back it's never been gone but again people are going to be talking about it, like Steel said they're already talking about it now whether positive or negative but Diablo 4 is going to put it on another strat into another stratosphere when that drops into game pass when microsoft is pushing it everywhere when people are gonna people now again diablo 3 the accessibility wasn't out there like it is now now people are gonna be on their samsung tvs playing diablo 4 from game pass without even a console being around and diablo is gonna be like the perfect game for that type of streaming 
service. So look, it's it's just going to get bigger and bigger from here. But I'm so happy to see Blizzard come back with something again. Do I like the monetization? No. Should we expect it in 2022 from a mobile game? Absolutely. We all should. We should not be shocked. Even when they throw out numbers like hundreds of thousands of dollars to get all of everything. Look, it is the way of business. It is what it is. It is up to us to have personal responsibility to control ourselves. If you're somebody with godlike money who doesn't care and can throw it at the game, great. Let the whales throw it at the game. Okay, that's fine. For the rest of us, there's a game here to be played. The game itself, the base game, is not locked behind a paywall. You can play this game just like you would Diablo any other time and still have a great experience. So, Yeah, I'm 100%. Um, that's essentially my take on, on Diablo. I would definitely say check it out if you're into that. Um, if not, I mean, hey, you don't have to play it. You can, there's other games to play out here. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just weird when I see people super, super upset about it um, and not telling the full breadth of the story, right? Um, again, 40, four, almost 40 hours of gameplay for a free-to-play game. I, I, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, man. Uh, it's, it's up to you to make that to make that decision. What's value to you? Again, it wasn't too long ago. Still, we had a gigantic uproar over five dollar horse armor in Obsidian. Or that's what started. Oblivion. That's what started. I mean, the uproar back then. We didn't have social media like we do now, but the uproar from the community was like nothing I'd ever seen up to that point. People yeah. were flipping that, you know, flipping the sh- they're flipping their shit over five dollar horse armor. So again. We're just at a new stage in 2022. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. whether it's horse armor, whether before <laughs> that it was D- it was mat packs, wh- whatever it may be, you know what I'm saying? Like, sure, you can blame, and people are mad, and they can say, oh, well, this started off. At the end of the day, it's, it's nothing but a benefit to, it's, it's a benefit to them. Play you don't have don't to play. get it. You don't yeah, have to get it. Don't play. There's Nobody's nobody forcing you to download. <laughs> you don't have to get the $5 horse armor. It's not making yeah. you stronger. Oh, I mean, <laughs> fuck it. And I, I mean that's uh, my biggest, and that's that's my biggest thing. Ah, as good, long as it does not affect the game, I'm glad you. I'm glad you put that much time so you could talk about it like that. Yeah, man, it is I important mean, that people hear it. I just because I just saw a lot of YouTube, Reddit, uh, Facebook people like just really smacking the game up uh, upside the head, and it's just like, bro, y'all aren't, y'all aren't telling the full picture. There are people that people are out here saying like, oh, the game wants you to spend all this money up front. It's always telling you you need to spend some money, and no, it's not. The game is not doing that. It is not that blatant. It does end up doing it as you get further. There have some moments, but the game isn't throwing it in your face all the time. Like, well, we know oh, a lot of it's it, a lot of it's bandwagon too. Like, oh, I mean, of course, all the time. Of course, of course. I mean, again, don't listen to people that actually won't actually try and play the game. That's why I wanted to play it for myself, right? And honestly, that was the, that's the only reason why I would stop playing it because I understand what the ecosystem is is and what it's turning into, and I'm not willing to spend money to keep up with it. No, I'll spend the sixty bucks if that's what the game is worth, but if it's going to cost more than that to keep up with the game. I'm I'm good, and the and the game isn't worth sixty bucks to me, right? Not not as a free to play game. Not with right. the input issues that I have. Now it's it's doable because it's Diablo and it, and it's not like it's super intensive or whatever. But like I do have my own personal gripes with the game, hit detection and movement and like there's just certain things that shouldn't be a problem, especially when you're playing natively with the controller plugged into your computer, and it's on a computer. 
but that's neither here nor there. Um, definitely check it. Definitely check it out if you're if you're into it though. Um, from the Diablo Immortal conversation and the microtransaction snafu, that's all kind of brought let's into play. Let's jump into some Where fun wanna, stuff. We want to go jump into some fun stuff. Steel, let's let's do. Where should we go? Let's do predictions. Let's do our predictions. We'll do predictions. Yeah, for the showcase. Yeah, Already? let's jump okay. in. The, yeah, let's do that. Let's let's switch yeah. it up a little bit. We could go in order. We could start with Kiwi show and 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 move forward. But let's just jump into these predictions. Let's have a good time right now okay. because there's a lot of our community that's in here right now and that's going to yes. listen to us later. That that's that's what it's about. The, you know, the Super Bowl on Sunday. We're not going to be that show that holds it all the way to the end. Let's talk about this good stuff, man. Let's talk about this because this has got me hyped, Steel. Right. This has got me hyped. So let's do this, Steel. Sure. All right, man. So what we got going on, man? Where where well, we want to well, start? Well, well, start? Well, do you want me to give you the show? I, I mean, up front. I mean, do you want me to give you the show? Because since I, the, I mean, since I've talked for since I've talked for a minute, let's let's give the people okay. the break and let them let them hear from the from the great oh. Paul, that Genghis Paul. Well, yeah, I know, but this is going to invalidate all your predictions, Steel, because I've got the show direct from Phil right hey, here. Hey, man, well, well, fuck it. If uh, oh. if you're going to invalidate my predictions, that's fine. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm interested. All <laughs> right, everybody. Everybody. I got the playbook from Phil. That's right. For anybody who wasn't in the before show, I'll give you the shorter version. Well, who cares? It's Look, this is 100% true story course not made up for any dramatic purposes here on living split screen None, not, not for any kind of entertainment pur- purposes whatsoever at wink, all wink, yeah. for anybody who couldn't, couldn't couldn't you know anybody listening on audio i just winked there okay so th- <laughs> this story is 100 true folks Factual. right from the horse actual so so i was supposed to be on boom's prediction show on wednesday night unfortunately he his show ended uh, a lot sooner than he believed it would so i did not make that show but i saved something for this show and that's right for anybody who didn't hear this story previously look i was going to be the last person on boom show so i want to come big with the big grand finale and i said how am i going to do this i said i know i'll hit up phil and ask him for the show notes i'll ask him for the rundown and i'll show up on boom show and give the full show to everybody who's still there listening when i show up right? right so i called phil well he didn't answer but i left him a nice voicemail right so all of a sudden I was getting ready to leave work because I had to rush home to be, try to make Boom show. And I was like, dang, Phil ain't going to get back to me. Well, all of a sudden I get an, a call from a weird number. And I'm like, who the heck is this? I'm like, well, maybe it's Phil. So burner I pick phone. Up the phone. Huh? Mm-hmm. Sure enough, Phil on a burner phone, right? Mm-hmm. So I got Phil on the line. I'm like, Phil, look, I'm doing this show. Everybody's coming with all these crazy predictions out here. And I got to do something big. And I want to I want to give the people the actual rundown. Can you break it down for me? Have you guys finalized it? And he's like, well, Paul. No, we're kind of still in the process of finalizing, but he goes, I got, I've, I've got the outline. I've got the outline. I've got the show here. You, you'll know all the games. They just might not be in the right order. If I give them to you now and I'm like, okay, Phil. And then he started talking about the roadmap for 23 and 24. And he started trying to give me all the games coming. I'm like, no, 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 Phil. I just need the, I just need the show, man. I just need the show notes. And then he started telling me about the closing date for the Activision Blizzard deal. And I was like, Phil, I don't want to hear that right now. Just give me, just give me the show. Just give me the show. So finally, I got Phil to get down to business. So I've got the full show here, folks. Okay, okay, okay. 
So when you guys listen to this, you know, if you don't like spoilers, I'm sorry, but you're going to know the whole Xbox Bethesda showcase comes Sunday. You got it. You got it, Tim. 95 minutes and 23 seconds. Yep. 95 minutes and 23 seconds. Tim was listening prior when we started the show prior to recording. When we do our little, little, just kind of behind the scenes stuff. Tim was listening. 95 minutes and 23 seconds. So here it goes, Steel. You ready for this? Ready? And again, I'm ready. Break, break the heart. order of this is subject to change, but you okay. all are going to be blown away because this is the entire kitchen sink right here. We're throwing oh, okay. Phil, Phil and his team are throwing everything at us on Sunday. So get ready. All the nonsense you've been hearing out there. It's nonsense right here. <laughs> all right. You ready? They, they already Let's... want me to mute you. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so Phil's going to come out on stage. Phil's opening the show. Last okay. year, we got, we got the man Todd Howard. We got the man Todd Howard. He was still, he had a couple of different outfits he was, he was looking okay. at, right? Because there's a couple new games coming. Gotcha. And he didn't know what t-shirt he was going to wear underneath the, the underneath the blazer, blazer okay. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was still figuring that out. He's going to come out on stage. And he's okay. going to say a few words about the delays of Starfield and Redfall. Okay. He's going to apologize means- to the people in person, uh, how disappointed everybody is. But that, but then he's gonna, but then he's gonna say, but we're gonna make it all better to our Xbox fans out there, and it starts right now, right off the bat. They're gonna open the show with a vowed steal. They're gonna open the show with the next beautiful gem from Obsidian. Okay, in a vowed, the brand new IP. Okay. They're gonna show gameplay. Steel. They're gonna I can show see that. gameplay. I can see that. Vowed. Uh, I can- and then at the end, when they get done with all this amazing gameplay, we're about it's going to go dark, and then the numbers are going to come up on the screen, Steel, and it's going to be 11, 11, 22. That's right, folks. Avowed 11, 11, 22. Okay. Straight from the horse's mouth, Phil said, we're going to make it up to you. 11, 11, 22, avowed. We are getting it this year. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Then steal. And then you're going to hear some car engines, steal. Okay. You're going to hear okay. some car engines. Need for speed? You're going to, yeah, yeah. Nope. Not, no, no, no. Steel. Nope, nope. <laughs> yeah. You're going to hear some car engines, steal. You're going to hear some racing noises. You're going to hear cars around the track. And slowly but surely, the screen's going to come into to view. And, and you're gonna see, and you're going to see cars actually on a racetrack, and it's okay. it's going to be like we're watching live racing, and you're gonna be going, "What is going on? What is this?" And then all of a sudden, it's gonna be the turn ten symbol, right? And it's gonna be Forza Motorsport. That's right, folks. Forza Motorsport. We're not gonna believe it. They're gonna talk about how we just were not witnessing live racing somewhere in the world, but we were witnessing the brand new Forza Motorsport and they're going to go into gameplay here. They're not going to deep dive the tech stuff. They're going to save that for the second day. Phil assured me this is going to be just straight up. Oh, gameplay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're you're you know, you're, okay. Gotcha. Hey, listen, 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 listen. No I, I want to make sure because I said, Phil pacing and he goes, no, no, we know pacing's got to be on point. We're not going to do any of that deep dive stuff. That's why we got a 90 minute, Second show on Tuesday, the following Tuesday. Oh, okay, okay. So it can, can put that there. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so we're just going to have gameplay of Forza Motorsport, and that screen's going to go black. The oh, numbers are going to okay. come up, 
And I don't know. He didn't know for sure what date we had yet, but we knew it was going to be 2022. So Forza Motorsport in 2022, and we're going to have our minds blowing steel. And then steel. Okay, okay. We're going to come up with something new. Not something new. Even, something new right after motorsport. This is going to be nonstop, folks. We're not getting Phil back out on stage talking. We're not is it going to be Project Bible. Dragon? Nope, it's not going to be Project no, Dragon. No, Steel. no, oh, no. Man. In-house. We're staying in-house oh, here, in-house Steel. only. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Staying in, in-house I mean, Phil told you, so my fault. My fault, okay. You know this. You know how this goes, Steel. Again, pacing. Steel, uh, Phil, okay, uh, my Phil fault. assured me. Right? So, look. They're coming with compulsions. Brand new title. That's right. We're going to see compulsion. Phil has talked about the studio. Phil has said that they're doing something special. Of course, we know them from We Happy Few, which not everybody was excited about, right? We knew that that wasn't going to happen. Again, that wasn't the peak of compulsion. I love their early game, and obviously in contrast, right? I played that on PS4 back in the day, but compulsion's an up-and-coming team now that they're underneath the Microsoft umbrella. So Project Midnight, folks, is coming, and they're going to finally reveal that to us. Okay. It's going to be absolutely freaking amazing. Steel. It's going to be amazing. Phil said to me, "Look, you can't. You, you're not going to believe it, Pong. What you're going to see on the screen from Compulsion. You're not going to believe this is the same devs that you saw before." So Compulsion shows up. Then, right after Compulsion, Steel, we're going to hear the sounds of war, baby. We're going to hear the sounds of war. Okay. Not gun. Not gunfire, though. No, we're going to hear steel clashing. Not you, Steel. Oh, okay, okay. But, but, but steel swords and shields clashing. Okay. We're going to hear armies yelling and screaming. And we're coming with Age Empires 4 oh, for console. That's okay. right. Age Empires 4 is coming to console. My dreams come true. Not for everybody, but they're going to announce the console edition of Age Empires 4. Okay. And then, Steel, right after we get done seeing all these battles we're gonna we're gonna hear cars again steel we're gonna hear cars again everybody's gonna be like what's going on we just saw forza motorsport what's what is the deal why are we hearing car engines again man that's right the splash screen is gonna show up and it's gonna have hot wheels it's gonna have hot wheels the classic hot wheels insignia that we all know and love and then it's going to be playground games and then we're going to see forza horizon 5 that's right the hot wheels dlc okay is going to be announced next it's going to be deep dive okay and they're going to show us all the crazy tracks that we loved from the first time they did the hot wheels dlc playground's going to be so excited to show this man it's going to be crazy and then steel we're going to have some grounded show up next obsidian's back in the house to finally announce and release grounded 1.0 that is enraptured over 5 million people already they are going to finally put this in its final form and launch it that's going to be huge momentum and then we're going to have sea of thieves update now it's not going to be a deep dive like we got with the pirates caribbean they're saving that for the second day again pacing pacing people so, but we're going to find out what the next Sea of Thieves DLC. And again, for anybody asking, no, Phil didn't tell me all the names of these new games. Nah, he didn't get into that. I didn't have the time. I didn't have the time to listen. 
I just need to get the basics down here. So Sea of Thieves, DLC. And then we're going to have an indie sizzle reel, Steel. That's right. We're going to have an indie sizzle reel with all the indie games. And we're going to get updates to XL Mecha. We're going to get updates to Bright Memory Infinite, those games that have disappeared off the map for a while. We're going to get that indie show update right there. And then Sarah Bond is going to come out on stage for this next part here still. Sarah Bond's going to come out on stage and, and say, you know what? You've heard that me and Phil have been traveling over to the East. That we've been, we've been doing a lot of work with our Eastern, Eastern partners, right? And then he's, she's going to say, this has all come to fruition now. And guess what? We are happy to announce some of those games coming to Game Pass today. Now, I'm not talking about the games dropping in the Game Pass, shadow dropping. No, I'm not talking about that steal. I'm just talking about a lineup of Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm talking about Persona 5 Royale. I'm talking about Judgment and Lost Judgment from Sega dropping into Game Pass after all the success they had with Yakuza. I'm talking about Tales of Arise and their awesome partnership that they have with Bandai Namco coming into Game Pass. And finally, even Square is going to make an appearance well, they already did with Final Fantasy VII Remake, but they're also going to announce that Near Replicant is also coming into Game Pass. And she's going to come out and say, we're so proud of our teams. We've got the project working on directly over in Japan. We've got a new team building over there, but we want to show how strong our relationships over there and the success that we're having in Japan is not just a blip. It is something that we are planning and continuing throughout this generation. So expect even more Titles from the East showing up into our ecosystem. That's how the middle part of the show is going to go, Steel. Okay. Middle and part then of she's the gonna show. Go, and then she's going to go. Yeah. Oh, no, Steel. We got more. We got lots more, Steel. I told you this is the kitchen sink, baby. This is the kitchen sink. Sarah's going to go. We not only have some Eastern partners, but we got some Western partners, too. And we are happy to finally unveil that Ubisoft Plus is also coming to Game Pass. That's right, folks. Ubisoft Plus is going to come to Game Pass Ultimate for no additional charge. No additional charge. Ubisoft Plus is dropping in. And not only that, Steel, if that didn't get you juices flowing as they show off all the Ubisoft games, the whole entire back catalog that's going to be dropping into Game Pass for us by the end of June. We're going to have that whole back catalog in there. They're going to say, you know what? Our partners over at Ubisoft, they got a lot of things they're working on right now. We know that you all know that. But maybe one thing you haven't heard about is a brand new Assassin's Creed title in the old mold. Assassin's Creed Rift. And then the show is going to oh, open yeah, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, the show's going to open up, and we're going to fly over an ancient Baghdad. And it's going to be a brand new Assassin's Creed in the old mold. Not the new one that they've ta- that we've heard about, where it's kind of, you know, it's like this online thing, and it's all this. No, 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 no. A single-player first experience set in ancient Baghdad. That's right. Assassin's Creed Rift coming to Game Pass day and date, of course, underneath the new Ubisoft Plus subscription service. And we're going to get this first flyover of Baghdad and our first look at our assassin in that setting. 
That's going to be absolutely fantastic. And then steal. And then steal. And then we got more third party partners, brother. We got more third party partners. We got- to end the show. No, the we end. end in the show. Just no, sort of middle. This is sort of middle. middle. This is like the middle, brother. Project Belfry from Stoic is going to be there and show off. This is the one that was broke. The news broke from Jez Corden. Of course, shout out to Windows Central. Shout out to the Xbox 2 and him and Randall Thor. But Jez came through with Project Belfry a long time ago. Stoic is the makers of Banner Saga. And if you have not played Banner Saga and you like turn-based strategy combat, go play Banner Saga right now. It's fantastic, the trilogy. But they're making a new game. In the Dragon's Crown, if you guys don't remember Dragon's Crown, please go look that up. In the Dragon's Crown animation style, please, some of the most beautiful animation you will ever see hand-drawn. They're bringing out a brand new game, and they're going to show off Project Belfry. That's right, Steel. Okay. Then Steel. And then we're going to bring it back home again. Josh Sawyer is going to come out from Obsidian. The famous Josh Sawyer. Yeah. Him and his little team, and he's been working on a passion project called Pentiment, codenamed Pentiment, also from Jez. This is supposed to be a detective-style new little game from him and his team. And, of course, he's going to show this thing off, and it, it, he's going to talk about it. And it's, it's in that Disco Elysium mode, for anybody who knows what that is. It's not going to be high action, but it's going to have RPG elements. You're going to be a detective on the hunt for somebody or something. And he's going to show this game off. And he's going to say, come into Game Pass 2022. That's right. Steel Pentiment is launching this year. Yeah, okay. Yeah, look, man. Look, man. It doesn't... If all of this isn't enough, Steel, if all of this has not already blown your mind, they're going to stay in-house, Steel. Okay. They're going to stay in-house again, right? In exile. We know they've been working on Project Cobalt. First-person RPG set in a steampunk world. In Exile is going to show finally a teaser with the name. I don't know the name. Phil, again, I told Phil, stop telling me all this information, Phil. I just want the basics. But In Exile is going to finally show up on stage and give us their teaser and to finally put a name to this project cobalt so yes we are going to have in exile there and it goes on steel it goes on steel mic drop moment coming up folks before even the end of the show mic drop moment this is going to crush the internet folks phil's going to come back out on stage phil phil told me he's going to come back out on stage and he's like all right folks no you had a great show. This pacing has been unbelievable. You guys are probably all tired from all the gameplay and announcements you've already seen here today, but we are not done. We are just in the home stretch here, folks. He's like, and during that home stretch, to start that home stretch off, I want to go ahead and bring out one of my great friends, somebody who's been in this industry for a very long time. You all know him, but he's never been on an Xbox stage before. I want to bring him out here for the first time. I'd like to welcome Mr. Ed Boone oh. to the stage, folks. Ed Boone, of course, from Nether Realm. Please, warm welcome for Ed Boone. Ed Boone's going to come out from the back. He's going to be wearing a T-shirt, Steel. Okay, what's the T-shirt going to say? T-shirt's going to have letters on it, Steel. And it's going to be K-I, 
and MK. That's right, Killer Instinct versus Mortal Kombat. Killer Kombat, as our brother Fuzzy Belvedere has been hashtagging out there. Killer Kombat is real. Ed Boon is going to come out and say, Phil, it's great to be here. Finally, to be on the Xbox stage, I have been wanting to make a Killer Instinct game, but of course, we've got this amazing franchise in Mortal Kombat. That's my baby. That's my baby, but I've always wanted to touch Killer Instinct. I'm so glad we could make this happen, Phil, that we could go ahead and announce Killer Instinct versus Mortal Kombat today at the Xbox Bethesda Showcase. Yes, folks, it's in the works. This is the secret project we've been working on. Can't wait to show you more. But then they'll have a little teaser steal. They'll have a little teaser. And it's going to be Saber Wolf versus Scorpion. Okay? And it's going to be a little okay. quick teaser. of not, not, not showing combat yet, but showing them showing up to the arena to face off on each other, right? That's what this is going to be. Yes, we are getting Killer Instinct versus Mortal Kombat. For folks asking, yes, this will be multi-plat, which I know a lot of Xbox fans won't want to hear, but that's how they're going to get this deal done is by making it multi-plat. But it's not going to matter. We're going to get Killer Instinct versus Mortal Kombat, which at the end of the day is all that matters, and it's going to come in the Game Pass day and date. Okay? So we're going to get that announcement still. We're not done, Steel. Again, mic drop moment right there. Not after the one mic drop moment? What is going on? Oh, no, no, Steel. No, no, no. Right after Ed Boone leaves the stage, Phil's going to turn around and act like he's walking off stage. He's going to He's going to do that. Oh, right. Now, one more thing for you guys, too. But it's not going to be the big one more thing. It's just going to be, I got one more thing for you guys. I got one more person here that I, I got to bring out. Another friend, another person who's been in the industry for an extremely long time. Master Chief. You all know him. You, yeah, Master Chief. <laughs> you all know him. You all know him. And it's crazy to have him finally back on the Xbox stage. He's been here before, but it's been a while. Oh, but it's God. great to have him here. Say <laughs> so guess what, folks? I'd like to... Obviously, it is an honor and a privilege to welcome Kojima-san oh. to the stage. Kojima-san, come on out here. And Kojima's <laughs> going to come out, and he's going to have his glasses on. He's going to have that quirky little smile of Kojima always has. He could come out and shake hands with Phil. And then in Japanese, of course, we're going to get the subtitle action. But in Japanese, he's going to tell everybody, tell the audience, all of us gamers watching, He's so happy to be back with Xbox again. He's so happy to be working with Phil and the team again. He wants to introduce Overdose to the world. He wants to reveal Overdose to the world, and we're going to see what all the media members who signed NDAs can't talk about, what they all saw. We're going to get a nice short trailer for Overdose, brand new IP from Kojima-san. That's right, Steel. That's right. And if that's not big enough for you, Steel, let me tell you something. Phil's gonna walk off stage. They're gonna bring it back in house again. Oh bring my it back. God. They're gonna bring it back in house. I told you this what is a kitchen sink, bro. We're, we're we're about to have a twenty out Yo. of 20, 20 out of ten show, right? Twenty here. out of ten show. Twenty that out of ten like show. It. So, so after, if that's not enough for you people, and then he's gonna go. Then Phil's gonna walk off stage. And all of a sudden, Pete Hines is gonna show up on stage. Steel. Pete Hines is going to be out there. What is he yeah, doing and up he's going to say, say a little something. He's going to be like, look, 
you know, you know, the Starfield, you know, Todd, Todd's very disappointed with Starfield, you know, having to be pushed. We're all disappointed here, you know, and, and, but, but we just didn't have Starfield delay. We know that Redfall also delayed. So, and he's like, but we did want to show you what the team on Arcane is working on and why we are so excited about Redfall. So here comes Redfall, everybody. I'd like you to take your first look at Redfall. Okay. Right. And then obviously they're going to show Redfall. They're going to show gameplay. They're going to give us an idea of what this game is all about. So we're going to see Redfall feel in its glory. And we're going to get all excited about hunting down vampires in this new world, this new IP from one of the great studios over there at ZeniMax and Arcane. Guess what? We're going to be satisfied. But P.I. is going to come back out, Steel. Again? P.I. Yeah, announces gonna, it? Yeah, after he announces he's going to be back on stage again. But this time, Steel, he's done a wardrobe change. What did he change it to? Okay. He's done a wardrobe change. And this is where it gets murky with Phil. Like, Phil didn't know how, which way they were going to go with this. But he thinks it's this way. So he's going to come out and he's going to have a hoodie on, Steel. He's going to have a zip-up hoodie on. He's going to come out, and you're going to notice the hoodie. It's going to be black, Steel. It's going to be black. But you're going to notice up all on black? his chest. All black, but you're going to notice yeah. up on his chest a patch, Steel. And it's going to it's going to be very bright compared to the black because it's all in red, Steel. Red and white. Okay. And, and, it's, it, and it's going to be Marvel. It's going to say Marvel on there, Steel. It's going to say, say Marvel on there, okay. It's going to say at Marvel, and he's going to be like, you know what? We have a studio. That you guys probably haven't heard a whole lot about. But these guys have been in this industry for a long time. And we were proud to bring them to our team when we did prior to the acquisition. And that team is Roadhouse. And Roadhouse has been working on something special. They have been working on a Marvel game. And then they're going to show the Marvel IP. Now, I told Phil not to tell me because I did want to be surprised what Marvel IP they had in store for us. But there's going to be a Marvel game at this show from Roadhouse. And they're going to show it off. They're going to give us the first teaser glimpse of this. From I'll Roadhouse. let you guys okay. run with the imagination from Roadhouse. That's correct. No, that's a veteran team over there. They made the original Prey steal. I've, I've the, heard, yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. yeah, that's a veteran team. They know what they're doing. People just forget about them. So Roadhouse has got the Marvel IP. And then and then and then it's gonna come back to Phil. Or come back. Oh, I'm sorry, come back to Pete. And Pete's gonna be standing there with the with the Marvel hoodie on, Steel. But then what is he gonna do? What is he gonna do, Steel? He's gonna unzip the hoodie, Steel. He's gonna okay. he's gonna unzip the hoodie. Okay. He's gonna open it up. So it's a zip up hoodie. Guaranteed. It's a zip up hoodie. And he's gonna unzip it. He's gonna open it up. And underneath, he's gonna be wearing. None other than a Star Wars t-shirt underneath. And he's like, we're not done with the IPs yet, folks. He's like, ZeniMax Online Studios. That's right. The makers of ESO, Elder Scrolls Online, have been working on a brand new Star Wars game. And Steel, it's going to be the, the game of my dreams where we get a brand new Star Wars MMO. And again, I know this ain't for everybody. I know people want Mandalorian, all that kind of cool. I hope you get it. But right now I'm talking about Star Wars MMO, where I get to pick to be a Jedi, where I can be a Sith Lord, where I can be a bounty hunter, a Mandalorian, whatever I want to be. 
but they're going to show finally that Zenimax Online has been working on a Star Wars game as well, Steel. And then Pete. Oh, he's not be, done. <laughs> oh no, we haven't gotten to the we haven't gotten to the real just one more thing yet. So oh, we no, haven't. Oh no. Oh, so Pete's like gonna fun. say now, now after all that, folks, I want to bring out Todd <laughs> Howard. I want to bring out my good friend Todd Howard is going to come out here and talk to you right now. And Todd's gonna come out and he's gonna now, have Todd leather jacket on. He's gonna have the Starfield t-shirt on underneath, of course. And Todd's gonna say some nice things about Starfield and about how he, he's sorry for the delay, but he can't wait for us to see it. And then we're gonna get the Starfield gameplay steel that we all expected it's going to be okay. cut down it's not going to be the full-blown deep dive anymore because we gotta we gotta give todd some, some more time and the team some more time on starfield as disappointing okay. that is so we're gonna have todd howard give us a glimpse at what we can expect from starfield and it's going to be a glorious glimpse steel steel we're going to see flying in space we're going to see us traveling to different planets. We're going to see some combat. We're going to see some NPC interaction, some character customization. We're okay. going to see that. We're going to get an idea of how big this is. And Todd's Todd's going to thank everybody for showing up, right? Todd's going to thank all of us how awesome it is to be here on the Xbox Bethesda stage. And he's going to be like, this is an amazing year. Everybody buckle up, get ready. And then Todd is going to say, but, but I've got one more thing for you. Well, okay. What's he got now, Paul? One more thing for you. Our team over at Machine Games who are working on Indiana Jones. We're not ready to show Indiana Jones, but the thing that we've been keeping under wraps is the, the main part of that team this entire time has been working on Wolfenstein 3. And guess what, folks? We're here to show it off today. We're here to, it's ready to rock and roll. And you're going to be playing it this fall in 2022. And then they're going to go in and they're going to show us Wolfenstein 3, finally finishing the trilogy off the right way. And we are going to go insane steel. And we're all going to be out of breath after this show. I, I'm going to be on the ground breath. dead. We're going to be on the ground dead, Steve. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be hallucinating. <laughs> But that's how they end the show with Wolfenstein 3 coming fall 2022. Now, Phil Phil said that they were thinking about one other thing, and I'll, I'll throw this in there. Pete Hines might have one more thing for us up there when he's up there. Okay. Um, and this is something that they're trying to figure out whether or not they want to put it in the show, if they're going to hold it back a little bit. But if they do put it in there, Pete Hines, before he does the Redfall reveal, is going to say, hey, folks, we got something. We got a new team. And that team is lovingly referred to as the rated R team. And he's going to say, you're all wondering what R stands for, right? It doesn't stand for restricted. It stands for remastered. It sta- it, it, he's going to say, listen, folks, this team has been working on Fallout 3 and Morrowind remakes. That's what they've been working on. They're going to bring them in between while we wait for Elder Scrolls Six and the new Fallout. You're going crazy, You're going crazy right now. <laughs> I'm not that will I see. Listen, I'm sorry I spoiled it for everybody. Everybody who's listening to us, all 35, 40 of you that have been in this chat listening to me retell this story. 
Um, again, hey, Phil told you, man. I mean, my Phil fault. told me I straight from the horse's mouth. Listen, man. Listen, man. If they, if, if that's if that's the show, Steel. Phil was not lying to me. This can go down as the greatest game show in history. Period. Period. That's it. What do you think, Steel? What do you think, Steel? I mean, you you had a lot of <laughs> a lot of interesting things. Yo, I'll put I put it to you like this: if eighty percent of that show comes to <laughs> comes to reality, I, I think that the competition may need to be a little scared. There, there's a lot of heat that you dropped within that conversation. <laughs> now, <laughs> and you you gave me a full breakdown that not only did they have one more thing, but they had like they had you know what. <laughs> I know I said one more thing, but I got like six more things I need to let you know of. Um, remakes, like, dude, <laughs> I just I'd end up being blast. Like, it's part of this little ordeal. Because he oh. opened the show last year. Oh, They're ending him this God. year. Bro. You, you're wild. You're but wild listen, wild listen, guy. obviously we all know that this was for fun, right? But this, yeah, yeah, and this, and this is, this isn't actually the whole kitchen sink. I, I left out IO oh, oh, uh, you left for later. Oh, okay. All that dragon. Kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look, perfect dark, you know, fable, all that stuff is, is further out. That's the scary part about this list though, steel. That's what I was talking about last night when we were on Xbox ultimate with Tim Doug, right? With everything that we do know, and there's nothing on this list that I made up. Right now, final now you can the eastern side of things. When I did the Sarah Bond part with the eastern side with Final Fantasy VII remake, we know right. that's that's iffy at best, right? We we don't know that Persona. There's no indication that that anything's coming that way from them. But if you take out even just those little ones that that I was talking about, I mean they're big games, of course, and of course Kojima is questionable. All signs are pointing to this right. show as being where he announces overdose for all the reasons we talked about last night. But honestly, Steele, there's nothing crazy on here. This, this is I all mean, stuff nah, that I mean, we do know, right? Nah, I mean, you you didn't say nothing outlandish. Um, It's all right. stuff that's been talked about before. All things that's supposed to be in the pipeline at some point. The only things yeah. that I did kind of forecast out is Roadhouse working on a Marvel IP, right? Right, right. Um, and ZeniMax Online doing a Star Wars IP. Right. We don't those two things. Really, we don't know. Um, We've heard rumblings, but there's no there's no for sure. But we know that ZeniMax Online Studios is working on a new new IP, at least one we know of for a fact. They've been working on it for multiple years. Right. And we know Roadhouse is working on IP because Pete Hines confirmed that Pete Hines did say that Roadhouse has been working on IP. And again, the machine games Wolfenstein three is an assumption. I, again, I mean, it's a good assumption. It's a good assumption. It's an assumption that hey, the whole team could be on Indiana Jones, but man, what have they been doing since Youngblood? Uh, again, we don't think they had the Indiana Jones from the time that Youngblood got done. We don't think they had Indiana Jones signed yet. So, what were they doing? Well, of course, they were going to finish up the trilogy. So, did I say Roadhouse Doom Reaper? Thank you, Roundhouse. Yeah, you, say, you said you yeah, did say sorry, Roadhouse. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Roundhouse. Yeah. I didn't want to interrupt. Your My apologies. Yeah, no, no, no. That's cool. Um, I do that a lot. If you guys don't know, I mix up movies sometimes. Um, but yeah, Roundhouse. Excuse me, Roundhouse. Not Roadhouse. They know what you meant. That movie. I love that movie, though. Yeah, everybody knew what I meant. But honestly, Steel, I mean, everything in here is a possibility and real in a lot of ways. That's the crazy. And this isn't the stuff. I mean, the Marvel IP and Zenimax Online 
maybe further than the next 12 months. But they could they also be within 18 months, right? They could be 18 months. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I know. know. I, I, I know. It's question, but the majority, like you said, 80, let's say 80 to 90 percent of this list is real and probable, right? That's the crazy part about how much content Xbox has when you really start sitting down and doing that. That's why this show is so exciting to me. Now, do I believe that everything is going to be talked about? No, I, I don't. But do I believe that it's possible they could put the sh- put together a show like this? Yeah, they could. They really could steal. Um, and so that's the, that's the most insane part about this. That's why I get so excited for this showcase. Yeah. Because this year there is more questions than answers. But we also know they have more in the works than they ever had before. And 2022 is the time that they're starting. It's gotten to that point now. We're past the pandemic. Well, not past it you guys know what i mean we're past the main part of the pandemic they are now getting ready this is the time where they're getting ready to actually start showing us the gameplay from all of these games and starting talking about all these projects it's been the right amount of time where they should start doing this so 2022 sunday june 12th could be the best damn show we've ever seen it really could um so yeah steel so that that was my fun story i hope you all enjoyed that i saved it uh after i couldn't do boom show i was like man i gotta have a lot of opportunities to talk about this but i'm like nah i'm gonna save it for living split screen on saturday morning um and be dramatic about it because i like to do that from time to time um so yeah there's a lot there steel so now steel i've talked plenty i've laid out what phil told me you have you have so 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 come in with reality a little bit here reality i don't i don't know if uh, i don't i'll be honest um since we're this is going to be our prediction and i kind of want to line up the show as if it were me kind of what i would want coming out of the show or whatever the case might be so um now the main proponent for this we have to we do have to understand is that for me at least it's going to be a game pass show i think their main show is going to be another one where they come out and say that hey 30 of the 35 games that we're announcing today are all going to be on Game Pass, right? So, yeah. The show starts tomorrow, right? And then, of course, screen goes black. First thing you see, they pick up from where the last trailer for Vow left off when he cast the symbol and he had the weapon mm. in his hand, and we mm. actually get to see gameplay from that engagement. Now I didn't, I didn't even think about that. Still, he gets one. into they get into a heated battle. He's about to use a finisher move or something, or maybe the boss is about to whatever he's about to fight. He's about to kill him, and then it cuts, and then it shows us a little bit of some story. And what is a vow? What is the story that you're going to be jumping into? Boom! Obsidian sets it off right. Then we're already within the house, so you have to roll straight into because coming off of that, they could do they could do something dope. They could one let the screen go black again, or they could take it to the stars. And then Todd Howard comes out, brown leather jacket. Wait, wait, a vowed into Starfield, about into Starfield, because we we want to show you a vow because not only no. not only a vow because you'll be you're gonna know why. So then they go to they go they cut to the stars. And then boom, you see the Starfield logo pops up. And Todd Howard walks out and he's like, Look, I understand that we've delayed and a lot of people are f- frustrated and upset. But I want to start off by saying 
Valve is coming out this fall in place of Starfield. Yeah. Now we can't I, we can't solidify the 11, 11 22, but I, I if I if I had my dream come true, I had to slide slide it in right there with Paul uh 11, 11 22 for a vow. But he goes on to say you can't expect for Starfield and to be released March 3-3-23, a date that I originally announced that a lot of people have started rioting. I ain't still, no, I'm down, no, it is what it is. But a 3-3-23, Starfield's releasing. And then, and then before I go, I want to show you what we've been working on so at least you have a reason to be excited. Boom. Right. We get that right. Starfield gameplay. Okay. All right, so from like there, from there. So we get the Starfield gameplay. Again, everybody, Steele did not talk to Phil. Just let everybody I know. didn't talk to Phil. I didn't talk to Phil. No, no. This is that just was what, me. This is just what I want to see, and these are all <laughs> games are going to come in the Game Pass day one because of the work that has been done in the background. All right. They're from, from Starfield. Give it a break. It says, you know what? Let's get into some, uh, let's get into some Forza Motorsport. Boom. Forza Motorsport comes out. Biggest bonanza you've ever seen from a motorsport it got the best racing you've ever seen the graphics is on point there's ray trace some form of ray tracing in game uh they're showing off the engine boom it, it wows us uh but motorsport's not gonna release this year. be my dream but i don't i just i don't see it releasing this year they're gonna they're probably say spring 23 something then after that from Forza, they say, you know what? We're going to jump into. Wow, oh, there's a couple different ways I want to go. Because like, I want to break it up. I want to lead with some first party and some things that are a little close to the hill and then lead it to some third party, then kind of bounce it around a bit. So um, from there, I think we're actually going to get some fable, like some fable, a fable presentation to show people. The kind of because you know we just got that recent information. Those conversations are going around. This can playground handle fable? Oh, the scoping issues. Maybe the scoping issues only came out because maybe they started putting the trailer together and they were like, "Hey, you know, we we got this huge scope, but we need to get something together so we can show the people so that we can get them excited about our game." And then boom, they show a presentation for Fable Playground game assures us they they let us know that they're moving in the right direction. The vision is on point. Fable's in good hands. They're hitting all the right notes. They don't need Lionhead anymore. Everything is good to go. And boom, but there's no release date for Fable. Fable wows us. Light, dark side. You got full, uh, you can build entire communities. Uh, all your choices have reflect on in-game, everything. It's everything. That's what they tell us, but and they only show us a little bit of gameplay, maybe a couple minutes. Just to get us a, give us a feel for it. Then after that, they got to hit the ground running because, of course, you got to keep the pace up, right? So you had some Avowed, you had some Starfield, you had some Forza, then you had some Fable. Now, already, I think the people are reeling. I think the people are like, oh, wow, this is crazy already. Like, but now, it has to be a, it has to be a big announcement. And they're going to come out on stage and Phil's going to say, look, no, we're currently still going through the deal with Activision Blizzard. Uh, for those, maybe for those who don't know, yeah, 
Uh, but we do want to let the people know you can't expect Modern Warfare 2 day and date to be released in Xbox Game Pass wow. and available on all cloud services. Wow. Still. And Xbox PC and Game Pass PC. Still, still nobody's even going to watch the show after that. The internet, Twitter is going to be a blaze, brother. Twitter will be a blaze. It's, it's, that's it. That's, that's, and, then the light go, and then the light goes dark. And then from there, I can be really petty. I can be really petty and say they ended from Modern Warfare 2 and say boom. And then they come up and say, now we and we want to announce we got a special Splinter Cell game coming. But no, we're not we're not gonna take it there. Splinter Cell's kind of been in the conversation off and on. I'm gonna remove it until they show us proof of it. But um from Modern Warfare 2, uh, I think this is where they may end up showing some a little bit more of exo mecha potentially uh starting to cut into some of those deals uh open the open the book a little bit more say hey you know we, i know we moved some games out red falls out starfield's out we wanted to make sure the the players had as much as possible i know exo mecha got pushed back but we want to let you know uh we are 100 supporting them uh we want to make sure that they can fully see out their vision of egg you can also expect for exo mecha to be uh part of xbox game pass not only that, uh, I think this is when they end up going into, since we're getting more to the second, third party conversation, I think this is where they, they end up talking about the East a little bit and saying, hey, look, I know you guys have been seeing that we've been making some strides in the East. Uh, the consoles have been doing pretty decently. Uh, you know, cloud services are our biggest market right now. And you, you've seen what we're trying to get done with um, Xbox Game Pass and the cloud and everything. With those, um, you know, I know you guys heard the rumors of us traveling and having a conversation, but I wanted to say today that there's going to be a few exciting things happening. Not only if you guys have heard about the baby niche game, Soul Hackers 2, but not only that, we have opened a bigger conversation with Atlas. And we're also going to bring in the Persona game to date coming directly into Xbox Game Pass. Oh, today. so wait, 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 wait. Okay, still. And now, now you're giving me the feels, bro. Wait, so you're saying they're going to go back and remake the Personas? So they work on Xbox? Is that what you're saying here? It's going to work across the board. Back compat, upgrades, frame boost, it's all going to be good to go. All gonna be good to go. Yeah. All gonna be good to go. One complete collection. One complete collection. That's that's when I I die. Okay, that's when I die. That's when I'm like, oh, yeah. I've seen the gates. I've seen the gates, Steel. Since I'm I'm going out there, because I'm gonna reel it back in in a minute, I gotta, gotta, but I gotta fly the kite for a little bit. So, after that, now I, I gotta throw this one out there too, because they gotta come out and say, look, I know you guys really want scale bound, and honestly, uh, it's it's not in the works, and I don't think it's ever going to be. But speaking of Platinum Games, we do have to make one more announcement. We have also teamed up with Nintendo to announce today that Bayonetta 3 is coming directly into Xbox Game Pass. Not only that, but we are also releasing Bayonetta 1 and 2 in a collection on Xbox Game Pass. Get it? Day and day. That's where day, I day, wake up from the dead. Releases. That's where I. That's where I tell the gates to close, and I'm coming <laughs> back. Steel 
because I want to die again if they do this. I, I'm just saying they, they they're working, they're working, they're working in the background. All right, but now now I got to reel it back. I got to reel it back in a little bit. So those those are my outlandish ones. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> as far, as far as going no, East, still. Atlas, yeah. no, I see, I see the Atlas still happening. It's been a conversation for a while. People have been going back and forth. There's no telling. But let me reel it back in a little bit because these are these are some that I really want to see because I do feel like um, these IPs are going to make a huge impact if the West realizes not only the art style, the gameplay, and really wants to take that third person experience to the next level. With that work that they've done in the East, um, they're also going to announce that uh, Black, they were able to get with the developer Black Myth Wukong, and they have they gave him 100% support. So now uh, that is also going to be part of Xbox Game Pass. Um, not only that, but they got uh, they cut a deal with Pearl Abyss so they can continue uh, putting Black Desert Online, not only keep get, keep that flowing into Game Pass, because there's been multiple times in and out where Black Desert Online has been in and out of Game Pass, but now it's gonna be a permanent stay. Not only that, if you're a Game Pass Ultimate member, um, you do, you're, if you're new to the game, you get that first month free, whatever the case, you get some extra benefits. But Pearl Abyss, Pearl Abyss is new a game, Crimson Desert, which is basically a Black Desert online spinoff. Is their single player, over the shoulder, uh, expansive combat, action RPG, JRPG essentially. It's coming day one in the Game Pass. Uh, we wanted to make sure to get those top of the line, triple A quality titles in the Game Pass to let our consumers know that we value their dollar. Now. They're gonna pull it. Gonna pull it back from these, right? All right, now we appreciate you guys doing everything, uh, you know, for understanding the work and riding with us, and we want you to understand diversity. When I have a diverse set of games, so speaking of diversity, they come out and announce that Gotham Knights is going to come directly in Xbox Game. Not only that, but WB Games Montreal is in a close relationship with Xbox currently, and uh, there may be in a deal for a trilogy series based off of this game. I wow. think I think that is when you end up announcing the what we've talked about in the background. You mentioned it. They cut the lights off. The next thing that you, again, like, other people have stated it. The next thing that you hear is killers. <laughs> and then boom. <laughs> Not only do you hear it and the lights come back on, but you see it boom. And he says, Look, Killer Instinct has been a dream of mine. I've said it multiple times that I would drop everything to work on this game. We here, uh, Nether Realm, are proud to announce that not only are we working on Killer Instinct versus Mortal Kombat, Bro. but Nether Realm has officially been acquired. Oh, you had <laughs> to take it to another level. You had to do it, did you, Steel? We have been acquired, and it is my pleasure to not only work on this crossover game, but to also say, that Killer Instinct will also be under the Nether Realm banner from this point forward. 
Ooh. I think I think that was set the world boom. on fire. World on fire. Boom. boom. It's 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 where we're going. We're, we're out of here. Then from like, there, like, like Denzel, like Denzel. Boom. 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 <laughs> okay. Now coming coming off of that, I, I would like to see. I think this that would be a good time coming off of there. Maybe we get something else from Stalker too. Maybe a shout out. Maybe them saying, "Hey, um, yeah. I know you guys have heard heard that we've been through a lot. I do there some real world th- real world things, but we did want to give you guys a little extra slice of gameplay uh, or something just to keep that you know keep the whistles wet while you guys continue to wait. Uh, we'll be with you guys soon, and they actually." Um, they drop us a, a new date or whatever the case for when they expect Stalker or their full official date. Um, then from there, I think coming off of to ramp it up a little bit more, because you got to bring it back up. I think this is where they officially show a full, like maybe like a five minute presentation, three minute presentation of Diablo 4. Um, because of the whole Activision Blizzard deal, and because of the hype that a Diablo Immortal is getting right now, where there's bad or good conversation, I think this would be prime opportunity to let the people know that, hey, I'm Diablo Immortal, that's our phone game. But if you're looking for a true Diablo experience, we're taking it back, we're taking it dark, we're really focusing on the demons and uh, universal aspects and everything, the magical aspects and everything, uh, we're going to show you the slice of Diablo 4 from Blizzard uh, to get his back hype for that. Jez swear he thinks it's happening. So he I, it's I mean, I'm just saying. So, I'm just Yeah, you're I, not alone, Steve. I, I, I think it would be the perfect place to announce it. Again, Diablo 4 is also going to be in the Game Pass. If you guys don't think it is, I, oh. I think you might be smoking something. Um, but I think well, and plus Xbox, yeah. Xbox could have the marketing rights for Diablo. 4. Yeah, one hundred percent. So, so why not show it off, right? The, even even outside the deal, exactly. they might have the marketing rights. So, yeah. um, and then off of Diablo Four, uh, I also since we sent we saw Aliens: Dark Descent yesterday, I think that'll be a prime opportunity. Keep the same style of game. Announce that boom, Aliens: Dark Descent is also coming into Xbox Game Pass day and date. Um, we want right to the announcer again, for the Keelys. We're gonna roll. Hey, all right, hey, I like we, it. we want the people hey. to understand that we're about diversity. We have a huge variety of games over here. Um, with variety again being in mind, uh, we want to take it a little bit out to the east again and also say that Bandai Namco has been doing some great moves out there and. We really have appreciated the work. They've partnered with us in some aspects and um, allow some games to really come in and they, they like what they see. And with that, we have to say that One Piece Odyssey will also be an Xbox Game Pass day and date. Because we want we, we understand how that how important the anime scene is, how more how important Asian culture is. And again, diversity is the is the main push here. Um, other than that. Some other highlights for me are probably going to be, I definitely want to see the Certain Affinities Monster Hunter clone. I think this would be the perfect time for them to at least show something from that. Why should I be excited for that? You give me, you're telling me Monster Hunter clone. It's really difficult when games try to copy other games, but don't do it enough. Like they try to be different instead of leaning more into it, which could be a very dangerous place to play in, right? Um, we see it while like games like Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, where it's like you didn't lean enough into the Smash Brothers formula for it to really work. 
where we're seeing with like um, the new fighter. Uh, I can't think of the name of it, but it has Batman, Bugs Bunny, uh, Shaggy. Um, and I, every, oh, a bunch of people were testing. Yeah, it out you're here talking recently. about the. Uh, you're talking about the. Live chat if you can remember. Uh, WB if you can remember. Um, it's a WB fighter, whatever the case might be. But you see them come out and they seemingly took the formula and just adapted it and it works. People are clamoring for that game. They're excited for that game. I think that game's actually supposed to come out this month, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, maybe it's towards the end yeah. of the month or something like that. But it's... again, it, it can work. But don't don't say you're good. It's a month. Uh, like if the rumors are it's a monster monster hunter type game, uh, show me what kind of style that is, right? What what are you doing? Um, another one for me would be Outriders World Slayer coming into Game Pass. Of uh, those who already have it, whatever the case may, just to continue that deal. Again, you got out the original Outriders in the Game Pass. Why not put World Slayer in there? That doesn't mean that you can't pull it ninety days later and say, hey, if you're enjoying World Slayer. Go ahead and purchase at a 20% discount at that point or whatever the case. I think that would not only bring players back in droves, but I, I can't rem- I can't recall for sure. Does I don't does Outriders have any like microtransactions? No. I don't think it does. No. Nope. Um so with None. it not having any microtransactions, you you definitely need people who are gonna get in the game and want to Give them a reason to, if the game's leaving, for them to want to invest, right? Uh, that would get people like me back enticed. I'd be like, all right, man, let's, let's try it out, man. I mean, it's Game Pass. I don't have to pay $40 for it. Cool. I'm, I'm, Because I'm already kind of weak on the game at this point. It's not super enticing to me, but it could be. Uh, the other one that I want to see, too, also, um, and again, this might not be the show for it, but we got some... I think it was more CGI from the from the game Exo Primal, the yeah. mech mech and Dino, versus dinosaur game or whatever the case might be that we saw. It was like three player Exo Mecha. Uh, no, this is Exo. Oh no, you're a camp camp from oh, Capcom. Yeah, camp camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Exo Mecha. I'm definitely I'm expecting yeah. to see, but yeah. they may yeah. or may not release this year. Um, no Exo Primal. I want to see more because I like the style of mechs that they used. And the fact that they're fighting dinosaurs, what's the story behind that? Like, what are we doing here? And the dinosaurs are they dropping out of the rift? sky? And why are they rift. dropping out of the sky through rifts? <laughs> and what is what is what is it's a cool concept though. And again, whoever created the art for that, the art designers, they did that thing again. You and you got me. That, that's all I needed to see, right? Um, that looks really dope. And I I would be I think it would be awesome to hear if that game was also another deal that was coming into Game Pass. Just like again, boom. Look. I know I know we seemingly have dropped the ball and there's no big first party games coming out this year, but we wanted to give you a little bit of a taste. We got a vow coming this year, and we got plenty of second and third party deals that we have cut to make sure that Game Pass is gonna have something for everybody for the for the foreseeable future, um, starting at whenever date that they end up saying. So that's kind of my outline. Uh, what, 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 what you thinking? What you thinking on that, man? Bro, you had some ki- again. You, like I like I said, my you know, I, I had it straight multiverse mouth. I, I had the, I laid out. Appreciate that, case, but huh? you you definitely you definitely took it up another notch in some of those areas there, Steel. And I knew you were coming with that. Baby. Oh, hold on, because I gotta Go. end the show. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I yeah, gotta end end the, I gotta yeah. end the show. Go ahead. And the one more thing. Yeah. So the one more thing is that the screen is going to go perfect. It's going to go pitch black. Well, well, first off, Phil's going to 
before he, before it goes pitch black, Phil's gonna walk off the screen. And he's gonna be like, "Hey guys, thanks for coming out. Uh, see you, see you at the end of the year." Appreciate You're not gonna time. do this. Turns out he turns out he turns around right. Lights go black, and then all of a sudden you hear you hear this flattering noise. Oh, God, Jesus Christ! Here we go, and then the screen cuts back on. You see. You see a bunch of bats flying through the screen. And oh. a big Batman logo pops up. And they say, remember how we said that Gotham Knights was coming day to day in the Game Pass? Not only that, but we want you to know that Gotham Xbox is now the home of Gotham City. Oh, and geez. Batman is officially the main ambassador and our soup official superhero exclusive IP <laughs> to the Xbox ecosystem. And we got a new uh, game coming out. We got something to announce next year. So not only did they buy NetherRealm, but they also bought the Batman IP. Yes. And did they buy Rocksteady too? To develop the Batman games? Yes. And they bought Rocksteady. <laughs> and they bought Rocksteady. <laughs> look, folks. Look. See? That's and why I told collections you coming today in Gay Pass. Listen, listen, I talked to Phil directly. I got the show. Now, Steel's just going off the rails, okay? Like, look. My show's realistic because it's straight from Phil. <laughs> Steel's off the rails. Steel's off the rails, man. They're going to announce two studio purchases at this <sighs> show. Two yeah, of the biggest ones. Yeah. Nether Realm. And, and one of the biggest, one Rock of the Steady. biggest comic yes. IPs, IP yes. period in Batman. And Rocksteady will be Microsoft's uh <laughs> Insomniac. <laughs> they will handle all superhero IPs from moving forward, including the new Punisher game. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, yeah, see, Steel, you went off the rails, man. I was realistic. <laughs> you went off the rails. I don't know what anybody's talking about here, man. This is crazy. Uh, oh, listen, that's great, Steel. That is gr- hey, again. Hey, if if, if, if that's what if, I, that's what I want to say. If eighty percent of what you're saying is true, <laughs> we're gonna have a great show. I, I think that's what we get. We're having some fun here, folks. Yeah, obviously, fast, fast. Steel and I are hyped for the show. Um, and again, again, the scary part though is Steel. A lot of some, this some possible. of it could be true. Yeah. A lot of it is possible. A lot. And like this a lot. And it can't, and it may not just be at this show. I, I, Xbox right. has so much going on right now. That's the other thing about these different companies is that there is so much going on right now. It's, I mean, Sony too, because honestly, Sony could do a, a PlayStation Play or PlayStation. They could do whatever they want at any point. They could do a showcase at any point, and people are going to tune in. I mean, again, you're not number seven in brand recognition for no reason across the world. Like, they could literally do that and people are going to flock. But Xbox is in a prime position to take, to really take advantage of the marketing space. <laughs> 100%. Yes, Geezer, Steel's off the rails. I was being realistic. Steel was off the rails. So that's all I'm going to say about that. No, nah, and, and and again, our, our shows are our shows like what we have ideally are definitely yeah. over the rails. But like you said, Paul, man, like yeah, even if fifty percent of it is true, yeah, those are still huge. It would be those would be earth shattering things. And I don't know how close Xbox is or Microsoft is to 
starting that cadence that they're looking for. But to be honest with you, though, ladies and gentlemen, like that cadence is coming. And there is blatant deals that have to be cut for this to happen. Xbox and Microsoft could take that loss, right? And, and, and there's ones that have been cut already. Yeah, that we, that we know, know about. Again, even in both of ours, I mean, again, Arc 2 is going to be there. Neither one of us mentioned yeah, Arc 2 be. is going to be there. I'm not Whether you think fan. it's yeah right whether either whether you think it's big or not again there's even deals that we haven't talked about here throwing the kitchen sink at it that that are real that are that are coming we didn't talk about a plague tale a plague tale is going to be there requiem it's potentially going to be there they showed it off yesterday at tribeca but we know that they had again they that's coming to game pass day and date we know that already that's out there so they got to announce the date what the interesting part is is when they showed off the game asobo showed off the game yesterday at the tribeca um, I did the uh, indie. Uh, I was over on Indie Gamers right. uh, channel for that and uh, did a live reaction. Well, they didn't give us a release date in that trailer. Yeah, well, rumors are it's June. Rumors are like it's in the next couple weeks here. Some people even said next week, um, according to some leak out there uh, from some website. Listen, if that's real, well, where else are they going to show the release date then? Like it'd be perfect on the Xbox stage because the Sobo and Xbox are very close. Um, yeah. So, and we know it's coming to game pass. So that kind of stuff is going to be there. Now, again, you, you guys could take all this with a grain of salt, right? Obviously we were having fun, but a lot yeah, of this yeah, is yeah, yeah. a lot of this is reality. Now we should talk about a couple things here still with What's this up? show uh, with the latest uh, news coming out. Um, nothing confirmed again, yeah. take everything with a grain of salt, but Motorsport is sounding like it's going to be spring of 2023. Yeah. Um, uh, and listen, listen, yeah. listen, we should talk about this. If Avowed is not ready, which again, there's a better than not chance that it's not going to be, or it's a, there's a, there's a greater chance. It's not going to be ready for 2022. Again, that's my hail Mary that I put out there that now, you know, Mr. Maddie plays, you know, also believe some people are on that train that Avowed is going to be ready. If there's any team that can do it, it's obsidian, but yeah. The reality is, is chances are it's still a 2023 release. Okay. Um, now Phil came out and said uh, that Xbox press briefing that they had, and they also had some, uh, some influencers from the community dealer Colt, right. um, Rand. were all privy to this, uh, this kind of, uh, behind release scenes, of information behind the scenes thing. release that everybody kind of talked about and did videos on yesterday um, that they're going to have at least they're on pace at least for five, first party titles by end of fiscal year 2022 which is june or 2023 which one is it anyways june by june next year they are on pace for five first party titles now the question is what they do they count as a first party title launching does death loop count even though it's already launched on another yeah, platform i think it does i think it still does okay does age empires 4 count even though it's already it been on pc i think it okay does. so if we don't get avowed and we don't get Forza in 2022, and there's no ace like in a Wolfenstein three ready for this year, Wolfenstein three mm-hmm. ready for this year, Steel, they're going to have to sell the base on something. They're going to have to bring the kitchen sink along with this show. That's why we're making these predictions. That's exactly. why we're making these predictions in some ways, because I believe they are going to have to lean into this. If this year goes down as another meme year for Xbox. And I, again, I'm not hating. I have so I've many games, but right. I yeah. don't mm. care. 
I don't care. So I'm not that guy out there going, Phil needs to lose his job, okay? I said next year, if we have this problem, look, then we got to start talking about what's going on over at Xbox. But I'm going to forgive them. And some people could say, well, you're just capping for Xbox, then it's been too long. You're right. If we don't get a big first-party title this year, like a big, not, I'm not talking about niche, because I think Age of Empires 4 console no, that's, all niche, that's yeah. niche. That's all niche stuff. If we don't have a big release from the first party this year at all, and again, Pentiment from Josh Sawyer is going to be fantastic. I believe in it because Josh Sawyer is a genius. But at the same time, it's going to be a small title. It's a passion project. Okay, yeah. It's not going to be a banger. It's not going to be a home run. If we don't that. get that this year, this year has been unacceptable. Now, some of it outside of Xbox's control, Stalker 2, uh, you know, that that again, outside of their control if it doesn't show up this year. Okay, that, that again, yes. we can't blame them. But again, it is unacceptable. It is unacceptable. I say it's unacceptable. They're asking the Xbox community to wait longer, which they've been doing for a long time. But again, even though our lists, you know, were for fun, most of this stuff is a reality. A lot of it, 75% plus of it is already a reality that we are aware of. So this stuff is going to be hitting in the next 12 to, you know, next 12 to 18 months. If we don't have anything this year, but still, what is Again, are you in the same boat? Like, if they're not going to be able to come out and say on stage on Sunday, we have something for 2022, the second half. We have something for holiday big from our first parties. Mm-hmm. They don't have that. I, I mean, do you believe they've got to come out to the show then and be like, look, we know this isn't what you guys wanted to hear, but we're going to overwhelm you with content we're going to overwhelm you with game pass deals we're going to overwhelm you with third-party deals to try to make up for some of that that gigantic hole that is now in that lineup what do you think uh i mean what happened to disney when they got marvel yeah true it wasn't that wasn't first that wasn't their first party initially but what what has it done because marvel's been on a huge upswing for disney Right. Oh, I can guarantee it's made B- Disney billions, if not trillions of dollars at this point. Guaranteed. Just based off of Spider-Man. Look at look at how well their movies guarantee. Their movies are guaranteed to hit a certain mark. Like, they hit a mark and then they say that, oh, I didn't do the greatest. And it's still like, well, damn, it's still like one of the best ones out this year. Like, as far as sales go. The reason I bring that, reason I bring that up is because it is very unfortunate and it is not okay for you not to have anything in plan to the side or ready at this moment. Again, the showcase that we're going to have on June 12th, 2022, for those listening on the audio side for the future, is going to tell us a lot. Me and Paul could be tough, could be, we could be time, we could be from, from the future, potentially, on some of these things. Just because they have been mentioned, these are conversations that have been had. These aren't outlandish ideas of games that don't exist and things that aren't possible. Okay, well, the Batman IP. I mean, of course, the Batman, <laughs> but, but, but. We could have said yeah. the same thing about Sony acquiring Spider-Man. But yeah. I mean, to a certain degree, you're why, correct. Why? Why would you? Why would Insomniac make another Spider-Man game when Spider-Man games haven't done well at that point, relying on 
the movie, which games based off of movies never did the greatest. So now you're just gonna make your own universe? Yeah, right. And guess what? It made a fucking fantastic game to me personally and to uh, 30 million other people and potentially more as it comes to PC now that have been involved in that world. Xbox has to, if your exclusive is going to be Game Pass, because that's what you're blatantly telling people. To me, first-party games haven't always mattered. I've never looked at a console and been like, oh, yeah, I'm playing it because of this game. Now, does it end up being that way? Sure. Tekken Tag 2. Like, yeah, I played PlayStation 2 because I was had because of Tekken Tag 2. Because of Budokai 3, because of Soul Calibur, because of there's so many games on PlayStation 2. I played, I had a PS2 for fighting games, mainly. Countless of hours. Fucking too much. Honestly. I just pure for like playing PS2 and playing fighting games, DVD, whatever the case. For me, you're always, people are going to always have their personal interest and their personal bias anyway. So none of the games, like Starfield doesn't necessarily speak to me, but I do want to see more of the game because I know the pedigree. I love Elder Scrolls Online. I've actually been thinking about jumping back into it here recently. I've, I've, I've had that itch. It's that MMO bug. I've been, oh, I want to jump in Black Desert again. That's a lot for me to jump, jump back into. Elder Scrolls Online, it's a little bit more lax. You know, I can get in there. I've been away for a long time. A lot of content there. Easy. You know, I'm not well, easy, quote unquote. I mean, there's mechanics, but it's not terrible. I think it'll be fun. But I'm getting that bug. And if Game Pass, again, if that's going to be the exclusive, then show people why it's the exclusive. Yeah, you can buy these $60, $70, $40 games wherever else. On PC, on PlayStation, over here, over there, in a chair, in your underwear. Sure, you yo, Doctor Seuss in the house. <laughs> you could, you could do all, <laughs> you could do all of that. But if you're paying ten to fifteen dollars a month, because ten is the minimum, fifteen is for ultimate with PC. If you're going to pay that price, you have to have content in there that's keeping you invested in the ecosystem. That is Sony's problem, to me, personally. Yeah, right now. That's what they're, trying, that's what they're paying to fix right now. Exactly. They, exactly. They are currently trying to work on fixing on retention. Something Xbox has not had an issue with. Regardless if you want to hate on Xbox or not, you can say you don't want a console. You're still involved in the ecosystem. Uh, that's the point. So sure, I can. Uh, you can say, "Oh, Xbox is getting out of the console space," and "Oh, look at look what they're doing. It's all available." Yeah, that's just smoke. That's extra smoke. Because guess what? You're not going to play there, are you? What are you going to do when the next console gets announced? You're going to go buy it, right? Guess what your cousin might do. Guess what your child might do. Are you going to go buy them another console specifically because they asked, or are you going to download an app so they can play? that Roblox, Fortnite, or whatever other game that you can't force them not to play. Because that's what they're into. That's what's hot. And that's going to continue to be a thing, whether we like it or not. And guess what that does? So now all of a sudden you've got access to all these other people who weren't probably gamers before. Now you have an access point 
anywhere you go. Why? Because more people from the community now have access. And that is the point. It's not about exclusives anymore. It's not about, oh, I mean, it is to a certain degree because it does define you. You need your icons, things that define you. But honestly, right now, today's year in 2022, what do you need to define you? Your Xbox specifically is known for the, as the shooter box, as the dude bro box, as whatever, whatever what the, the, the WRPG box. You already have your titles. You have Microsoft behind you also, which who is also known in the PC space. And you're taking that more seriously. You have been taking it more seriously since you started looking at cloud saves. This is something I thought about last night. Cloud saves are such a, in, like a significant turning point because who knew cloud saves would turn, would turn from you just saving a game and just able to access it anywhere within the Xbox ecosystem to you playing games off the cloud. Full-blown AAA games. You can play Gears 5 off the cloud right now. That is, a, that is crazy to think about. Cloud saves, that's where it started. We have competition who doesn't quite see that picture yet. Who's, uh, we, want, we want people to invest and buy your games. You're known as the single player box. That is what PlayStation is known as. You play single player games. That's your main focus. Not to say you don't play multiplayer, but there's a large community of PlayStation players, unless it's a sports game, who only play single-player games. And sure, you can bring Final Fantasy XIV in the conversation. Wow, what MMO? The one Final Fantasy that everybody caps for, that everybody always digs in their back pocket for? Oh, that, that's the one? The one successful one? Out of all of them, if you honestly want to be, to have an honest conversation? It's turning numbers? It is what it is, and there. But there's other moves being being made. VR is also a conversation to be had. That could be a huge space that Microsoft's missing out on. But at the end of the day, if they're able to get this web braced, this web based kind of transition that they're that they're that they have going on currently, where you're able to access your games just by signing onto a web browser, then the VR isn't going to be a problem either. Because what if you could do VR games the same way? You already can with other services. Oculus, look at it. You can plug Oculus to the PC too, if you want some more power. So those options are out there. There's so many different, and, and that's what gets me excited about all of this because there's so many different ways that this can really go. Um, and that's what's also awesome about the, I mean, about the prediction section section of it because it can it can go almost through the different ways. This is this is such an integral part of, again, the trailblazing era that kind of Microsoft has started since 2017. I think if they put out a document, it should be called that. But it's it's good. There's going to be a lot of push and pull here. There's going to be a lot of consumer involvement. Who is who is truly consumer facing? Who is trying to do this for the benefit of the gamer? Microsoft could blow this all up in their face. Make one wrong move and say, oh, um, this is how you share games. 
and it not be something that we want and it completely and now we don't invest in that anymore it's happened before anything could go riot at the wrong moment this this is very double-edged sword type of conversation you swing one way the wrong the wrong you take too much momentum in the wrong direction this could be the death but i don't i don't think that it is personally and this is just kind of this is it's just more and more just speaking on that um it just gets me excited man i'm i'm passionate about it and I, I love it uh hopefully that answers the question i kind of feel like i went off the side that, that's, no that that's fine still because you're giving an overall picture of what xbox you know is looking at and what they have to do and what where it's going and again you have a this is what i'm thinking I, I've got a different perspective. You've got a different perspective. I'm not that guy that only plays AAA games. There's plenty yeah, of there's there are gamers out there who only play AAA games. So when they look at this, they, they can say, "Bam, what they got nothing." Whereas me, as a gamer, the way that I am as a grazer, I I say I have too I have so much. I have too much at this point at games to play. So it doesn't bother me as much. But again, Xbox does have to consider people and gamers if they're going for two billion, three billion people. They have to try to meet everybody's expectations. They can't just, it's not just about us in this community. It's not just about the AAA player. It's not just about the Call of Duty Madden player. It's about the mobile players. It's about everybody. It's about the kids. It's about all of this. And they have, again, that's why this task is monumentous. And what they got going on, what they're trying to do at this point, Steve, is something that's really never been done. They're trailblazing in this fashion to go after the biggest, the entire market not just be satisfied with the console market, not just be satisfied with us in this community, but to go outside of that. And that means that they're going to have to do things that maybe haven't done in the past. But, but from a content standpoint, that also means they have to supply more content than any other games publisher has ever tried to do in this entertainment industry. They have to go outside the bounds of what's norm. And that's what you, why you see these acquisitions. That's why the Activision Blizzard deal is the biggest acquisition, not just in Xbox history, but in Microsoft, Microsoft history. History, a trillion, two trillion dollar company, the biggest acquisition ever. That's why you see them making these moves. But that's why for this showcase, for the Xbox Bethesda showcase, showcase Sunday, June 12, twenty twenty two, because of the situation they're in, because of things that were not in their control, and things that were in their control where they may have tripped up having 2022 as a year without any really big first party titles is going to be a hit not in a good way it's going to be a gut punch to a lot of people and for those people and you can say well those people are probably too many blah 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 okay but they still have to be considered they have to come and say look we all we've asked you to invest in our ecosystem We've asked you to trust us in this process of getting Game Pass up and running, getting xCloud up and running. We've asked you to do all of this without a lot of flash, without a lot to show for it up to this point. Again, I'm not saying that Game Pass has not given us tons. It has in spades, okay? Game Pass is beyond anything I ever imagined that it could be at this point. What I'm saying is for them internally and thinking about the broader audience, they now have to somehow somehow say look we've asked you to all do this we're we're asking you for some more time but we are going to show you why your investment is still worthwhile even if you are starting to think it's not 
And again, there is a group of people out there who do think that way, whether we think that's crazy or not. They do think that we want to keep you here. We want to keep you engaged. We're going to have something for you. And here it is. And also we're going to show you what you are waiting on and why you want to stick around for this because come next year, 2023, from what Phil said, five first party AAA games within the fiscal year, meaning by June. So let's say they don't have anything this year. Disrespectful. Right. Let's say that's a minimum. They said a minimum of five. From what we know, they could have more. But that means that starting next year, we will not be just on a cadence of one per quarter. We will be on a cadence of one every two months. And this is without the Activision Blizzard deal being done. So we will have one game every two months to start the year, which again has been a major problem for Xbox not having anything in the beginning of the year. That beginning of 2023, we should be set. We should have a game every two months out of them on average. Again, it's not going to be just exactly one every two months, but on average, we should have a game one every two months. So that means three first party home runs out the gate in 2023, that first half. And if you throw in some of the other stuff we think about, it could be even more than that, or they could space it all out. But we were talking last night with Tim dog last night. We went through it steel. We went through it on Xbox ultimate last night. Honestly, with Activision blizzard, Diablo four, Right. Um, um, oh, I can't think. Oh, my God. What's the other game coming from Activision? Um, their hero shooter. My God. Why Overwatch can't Overwatch 2? Overwatch 2. Overwatch 2. <laughs> Diablo 4. My God. I know where you were going. With them before. <laughs> I've been talking so much shit. You're good. Um, all of those games, plus Avowed, right? Plus all yeah. these other games that we know. You know. All these games. We could literally have 10 to 12 triple A games drop into Game Pass. That's being realistic next year in 2023, day and day in Game Pass. 10 to 12. If they put out 12, that's one per month. That's unheard of in this industry, okay? Because this has never been done before. But we literally could have the biggest and best year in gaming history on Xbox alone next year without PlayStation, without Nintendo being included. You put those two in it, man, we're talking about a whole nother stratosphere. Yeah, because we are in the golden age of gaming right now, folks. But we're specifically speaking about Xbox right now. So they've got to show us that's what we have coming, and this is no longer. Hey, we're hoping to have this coming. Right, we have this coming. Right, exactly. And they've got to start showing that stuff. And again, the timeline, the time frame wise, it all lines up that this is the show that they start doing that at. Because again, all these games that we've had trailers for over the past years that have not come out, whether big games or or whether small games, it's time for them to now have the gameplay in place that they can show us. So that's why we think, we think that Sunday has the potential to surpass last year's great showing, which again, a lot of people came out of as like I think both Steele and I did, like this was freaking fantastic. Pacing was off the charts, but the biggest complaint was, hey, it was all CGI. This year could surpass last year's in total number of games and will have the gameplay along with it this time. So you're talking about taking what last year did being considered probably the best Xbox show of all time and then bumping it up at least two notches this year, if not more with the gameplay thrown in there, with actually having proof of concept being in our faces 
and being like, yeah, this is what you guys have been waiting for. This is what you're going to be playing within the next 12 months. This is what you're going to have in your hands in the next 12 months. And it's going to be overwhelming. And then you throw in the game pass stuff. You throw in the third party deals, you throw in all of that stuff. This, this show could be crazy. Like it may not be what we wanted because there's not, there might not be a whole lot of 2022 release dates in this show. Oh, I think there will. There's still a good chance there could be, but I'm just saying worst case scenario, we might not see a lot of 2022 release dates in here outside of the game pass stuff outside of, you know, age empires four, which is niche outside of Josh, you know, Josh Sawyer's game Pentiment, which is going to be a smaller title. Worst case scenario, we might not, but we might come out of the show going, Holy cow. I'm going to have to get, I'm going to have to take off time off of work next year to play all of this stuff. I'm going to have to start prepping my calendars. I'm going to need my prep, my vacation time because man, there is like five different games next year that I'm going to need like a week to play. Right. That's where it's leading to, but that's why they have to do this show this way steel. And I honestly yeah. believe they do I, again, whether or not I'm off the rails, whether or not steals off the rails with his predictions, at least a good portion of it has to be a reality in this show. And again, you can say, well, you're setting yourselves up for disappointment, blah, blah. No, I don't think I am this time. Sure. I, and again, I don't get that way anyways. I hype myself all the time. I don't give a shit. But what I'm saying is this show, I honestly think Phil and the team are bringing it. I honestly believe that this is the one where we're going to go, okay, okay. And now I get to see the vision. Like we knew about it because we talk about it all the time. And maybe all of you do in this community too, because you hear us talking about it all the time. But now we get to see it in action, in gameplay, proof of concept in our faces for 95 minutes saying, no, this is why you all invested in Xbox. This is why we love you. It's coming. It's coming. Hey, it's coming. It's coming. People try to downplay that five minutes, man. A lot can happen in five minutes, five, five minutes. That could be the one the one more thing that blows your socks off the last five minutes. Yeah. Be, so yeah. don't sleep on it. Um, oh, 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 Nam, I went off the rails. If you weren't here when I started, we did our predictions, and you can go back and listen to my predictions because I talked to Phil on a burner phone on yeah. uh, Wednesday night, and he gave me the whole show. Bro, I, I threw the kitchen sink at it. Steel took it up even more. I took it, it, it up. His stuff. His stuff. But you can go back and listen to our predictions. We definitely went wild with it to have some fun. But also, again, to show that the potential, the possibility is real. Like, it's hard to imagine because we've never seen this type of, uh, of we've never seen this, what do I want to say? We've never seen this big of a group of talent, this collection of talent underneath one umbrella before. Now, Embracer's oh, wow. got a lot of talent, but that's double A talent. We've never seen some of the greatest of the greatest development minds underneath one umbrella, like we are right now with Xbox, even without the Activision Blizzard deal being done. Like again, Todd Howard, right? I, again, you have these Josh Sawyers, right? You've got, um, um, I'm blanking now, in exiles uh, head to uh, Brian Fargo, oh, yeah. right? You got Tim Schaefer. You've got some of the greatest of the greatest minds underneath one umbrella getting ready to put out content that man it's, it's unbelievable so again a show like that is possible now which maybe we all don't even think of or consider until you start writing it down again no. No. it's hard to fathom it's hard to fathom Steve. no yeah i mean and again just to tie it back in um 
again, it's not it's not acceptable that they haven't le- released any first party no. games. Um, but I'm also not somebody who's going to sit there and be upset because I don't have any first party games. Am I not going to play games? Oh, I'm still going to play the games that I'm interested in. Still going to play the games that seem appealing to me. And the more of those games that can be included in a service that I'm already paying for, that I don't necessarily pay 60, 40, 60, 70 dollars for, more benefit and more excited that I get. Because it's a game company sh- showing me the value of my dollar, whether they care or not. That's not, I'm not, I don't care about that. Am I getting value? Yeah, I am. And that's always going to be a subjective conversation to have. The other thing, too, that, again, to tie it back in, for those who want a little bit of smoke, PlayStation, look what you created. You wanted to kill Xbox. You wanted to kill Microsoft. You wanted to completely destroy it. Guess what you did? Made Microsoft spend more money than they ever were expecting to in the biggest deal in the company's history. So if anything, congrats, Sony. Congrats, PlayStation. You did what you were supposed to do. Now, what are you going to do now? Because do you, you poke the bear, like the saying goes, you poke the bear, the, bear, the bear's woke. You can't run away from a bear once it starts chasing you, unless you know the tactics. <laughs> Gotta uh, find a tree to climb up. Uh, something. <laughs> Even that doesn't you're not that. running away from a bear. You're not. I don't care who you are. And it's nice. Th- this bear wants you to live, though. Actually, this bear, it's this nice. bear wants you to live, but this bear yeah. also will do. <laughs> this bear also likes to play nice, nasty. You know, yeah. this bear, if they see the prime opportunity, it'll be like, all right, Sony, we'll go ahead and. Uh, if it wasn't for FTC or keeping things cordial, right? So now you have to deal with the repercussions of that. What are you going to do to provide uh, to provide any form of competition now? Or are you going to stick to your laurels and see if this works or not? The only problem with that is that it is working. So how do you adapt to that? There's still a lot to prove. There's still a lot to see. I'm not saying a second or third party game should be the thing that's running gaming. But at the end of the day, it's still games. And games should be treated as art. Whether it's first, second, third, triple, quadruple, double, single A. If it's a good game, it's a good game. Another you subjective enjoy it. conversation. You enjoy it. Exactly. It's all you subjective. It. Yep. But what's not subjective is the direction the industry is going. Yeah. No, but now we don't know because we're not at Microsoft. We haven't been in the meetings. We don't have uh, any recorded conversations that we can refer to. Oh, yeah. I talked to Phil. I mean, Phil, I mean, phone talk to Phil on the burner phone. So, I mean, <laughs> we, we do have that that we can kind of go based off of. But, um, the only other thing we have other than that is what they come out and say in the benefit and also the negatives of Microsoft is that they love coming out to talk about stuff. Yep. Again, the most dangerous part about everything that's going to happen within this next six months to a year, because I agree with Paul, if they line out this next year, I'm talking June to June, and you, you're, you're just on fire June to June, don't let them get the marketing right. If they get the marketing right, we're gonna be in for a really wild ride, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's and that's all I'm gonna say. And that's all I'm gonna say to that. I want to see. I want to see competition. I want 
the energy to be brought again that's what makes me really miss the traditional e3 is that we're not it's not like oh xbox is going to have their show and then monday sony and it's like oh look what sony did oh they they transitioned they we weren't expecting they said they were going to do this and they did wow crazy we don't get that opportunity we have to wait and so the rumor dates of August, September, when we, you're gonna get it whenever we're ready to announce the official date for God of War, which is probably gonna be November 11, 11, 22. <laughs> like, we'll wait till August though to announce that. So, I hope so. it is. I hope it is. I want Petty City, I want Petty Sony back. I want Petty Sony That's to throw some punches, man. I, I, I would like to see it. And it reminds Phil and his team that they're still, that they, they, they're still Sony, right? It still reminds Phil, not that he needs it, but every once in a while, it's just nice to have a competitor like that. Even if that competitor seems to be um, not on the ropes at, in any way, shape, yeah, or form. Right. Again, it's Sony. It's freaking Sony. But a guy, a, a challenge, a, a, a champion, a current champion, you know, who maybe seem aging a little bit right now. It's nice for him to get a couple shots in every once in a yeah. while to remind remind the up and comer. And again, I say that lightly with Xbox. Xbox has been around for twenty years now, but the, to remind that up and comer who all of a sudden got a got a little bit bigger, as King David likes to say out there, trained up a little bit and came back in the ring. It's nice to get that, yeah, see yeah. that old aging champion throw some good good haymakers every once in a while. I'd love to see a God of War 11, 11 22. I ain't lying. Um, and again, shout out to yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, again, I was just gonna say, it, but. At the end of the day, what we like, because what we overall want is that Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo kind of maintain their control because they understand how the market works. We don't agree with everything that they do, but at least they have, they were built to understand gaming. So at least we have that. And that's at the end of the day, it's about, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of competition it brings. But my fault, Paul, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to shout out Lord Roughness, who was stopping by to say hi. Appreciate you, brother. Nam Omar dropped in here, too. Uh, great to see you. And then uh big shout out to uh, brother Fuzzy Belvedere, who we were just uh, mentioning. He is in L.A. at Fan Fest and still took the time to drop in here and say hi. Fuzzy, I hope you have an amazing time out there. Again, give that list of wishes to Phil. Please slip it in his back pocket. Slip it in his back pocket while you're talking to him and, and let him find it later. But make sure you do get that list to him so uh, we have some direct lines of communication with Phil, Dominus, Maximus, really Spencer. That's right. Yeah, get him um, another burner phone for Paul. Yeah, yeah, tell him we need a new burner phone. So uh, to, to, to tell me the news, because, I, again, I cut him off when he was trying to tell me the 2023 roadmap, 2024 roadmap. I mean, I just cut him off. I said, Phil, I don't want to hear about that stuff. I don't want to, and he was going to tell year. me the Activision Blizzard closing date too. And I told him, no, Phil, I'm just here for this show. That's all I want to know right now. So, uh, um, yeah, I'm going to need to talk to him again. Uh, but anyways, um, no, great topics. Uh, I definitely steal. I mean, again, if anything, folks, you got to decide your own hype level for this Sunday. Yeah. I, you know, again, it's all up to you. Again, my hype level, cha- it didn't, it didn't drop but it altered it morphed after the starfield because everybody here knows that i that's that's all i wanted this year i just wanted starfield that that again that's the game i've been hoping for hyping for really wanted it so but it changed it morphed but as these weeks have gone on since that delay was announced and then starting to write down lists of what we do know what is real possibilities of being right. at this show and again just looking at 2023 now 
man, I again, this show has got me excited because this could blow our socks off. And everybody says, well, you know, they came out and then finally Aaron Greenberg came out and said 95 minutes. And everybody's like, oh, five minutes. What's five minutes? Look, five minutes when you're talking about gameplay, when you're talking about trailers, when you're talking about whatever you're going to show, five minutes is a lot. That that's that's a lot of extra time they just added, plus having a second show. Again, expectations for the second show. Hey, look, they've said it's gonna be all new stuff. I don't think that means new IP or yeah. new games that we didn't see. I just think it's gonna be deep dives, new trailers, that kind of stuff. But that tells me that they are going for that pacing they had last year, except this time it's going to be gameplay instead of all trailers. Like we saw CGI last year, it's going to be gameplay this time, but we can expect hit after hit after hit after hit from this show with very minimal breakups. That's why I don't think Starfield gets a deep dive because that would just break everything up. Um, But I think we are going to get gameplay from all of those games we were expecting. So again, hype levels through the roof for Sunday. I can't wait to see this show. Future is bright. Future hey. is bright. We've been saying it for a long time, but man, is it bright. And the, uh, and the future glaring. game show is right after the show. So what? Yeah, yeah, the future game show. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. With, with that real quick, um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to bring Fahim Scott's uh, little point in real yeah. quick. Um, But I'll say this first. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're still tuned in with us live, got to hit that like button. Uh, Share us out. Tell your mama about us. Um, Subscribe if you're not. Hit the bell, please. And other than that, uh, if you hate us, hit the downvote button. Hey, either way, we got to know whether we're doing well or not. Hit us in the comments. Any interesting points in today? Let us know in the chat, man, what you felt. What was a good conversation? Deep dive a little bit. I love to see the different conversations that different people have. Um, my, I, I, I like to pride myself in being able to hear different oppo- opposing opinions and then also then form my own opinion, right? Um, I think that's what makes conversation amazing uh, is actually being able to have a conversation and then not hating each other after, right? Because um, that's not what makes, should make a breakup friendship or people or whatever. Um, but Fahim Scott came in, uh, was coming in and saying that, hey, my thing is they had to buy half the world to do anything though. Um, and yet people still want Xbox to be the devil. Why? Be content with what y'all have. Uh, I don't want gaming dead. And and yes, I mean, there is a lot of aspect. Well, I'm not, not even a lot of aspect. Get that out of here. Um, Microsoft, let's just be real. Microsoft went from five studios to fucking almost over 30. 23, 35. Well, 23, with Act- 23 Activision Blizzard will make them 35. So once the deal goes through, they have 35, they'll, they'll have 35 studios within five years. That's a lot of, that's a lot of fucking growth for anybody. To go from five to 35, it's like three times what you had before. That's a lot. So on one hand, me kind of understanding business and how that how that kind of works a lot of times, you've, you, we hear those conversations from them is that the, a lot of the plans that they make, they have to make ahead of time. So these are things that could have been in works for quite some time um maybe the technology wasn't where it needed to be at the at the point because that's the other thing gaming is very dependent on technology but but yes microsoft had to because of the brand loyalty and the brand sachet that sony nintendo um even sega you want to throw that in there um because the brand loyalty that those companies have they were having a hard time trying to compete with only having five studios so guess what? You sometimes you got to go to 
you gotta go to pops and be like pops let me, let me get a couple extra dollars so i can well first i need to fix this xbox 360 situation because that kind of blew up <laughs> on our face and i mean i'm halfway expecting for you to just whoop my ass for it and then not give me any money and just tell me to give up on it but then you cut you you know you loan me some bread and i get back out there i hustle and now the xbox 360 is one of the best console generations in existence Far sales go, as far as it's the overall generation goes, games and everything, even with not even having that many studios, and then going into Xbox One, fumbling the ball again, trying to be ahead of the digital era, talking about television, which nobody cares about, because we all consume digital content differently, and now being on top of the ball, it's like you're going to have to spend money. Sony's been in it since the 90s. 80s they've are they've been making hardware for a long time this isn't new to them it is new for microsoft who does services and software hardware and guess what they're competing with their hardware isn't that funny now phil has said oh we're never going to lose the power conversation ever again so guess what yeah you gotta, you gotta spend some money 70 on 80 billion dollars later they spent on gaming and people and look at microsoft as the devil right more than anybody else has ever spent in gaming period but microsoft's the devil i think they see the bigger picture and they want to make sure that we continue to exist as gamers Phyllis said how important the console is to him. Phyllis said how important the ecosystem is to him. Where is Nintendo and Sony in those conversations? Big Bad Sony pulled out of E3. Big Bad Sony doesn't want to announce games around their competitor anymore. They do it on their time because they can. Conversation is different, man. It is what it is. Nothing wrong with it, but it's just you gotta you gotta have an understanding of it. That's why I say you gotta take that RTS view. Pull yourself out of the world. Get out of your bubble. I know a lot of people say, oh, it's only because of the no. A lot of the, so you'll be very surprised. A lot of the things that you see in the bubble and these other in other places, they extend out to Facebook, Twitter, uh, Reddit, YouTube. People have a very high mindset. So these conversations that you see are sample sizes of what I, I've seen this my entire life. The bias for Sony is there. I can go to a mall, ask a hundred people. I can tell you it's going to be there. Guarantee it. Number seven in brand recognition across the world. I'll, I'll get it. I'll get out of it though. Cause I feel like I'm going on another tangent. Yeah, no, no I mean, for him, for him, there's always, there's always, there's always going to be pessimistic. People yeah. yeah there's a, run there's around screaming their heads off that the sky is falling like chicken little. Yeah. And there's always going to be people who see the doomsday scenario when an, an industry grows the way that it's growing with the gaming industry. Perfect. There's going to be consolidation. There's going to be purchases. Okay. Back in back. Let me just throw again, steel and I don't do a whole lot of numbers, but we do numbers from time to time because it's important to remember right. back in 2017. So before this giant explosion over the past few years, back in 2017, 
Just in the United States alone, there was over 2,300 development companies in the gaming industry. Over 525 publishing companies. Just in the United States alone, 220,000 people were working in the games industry in the United States in 2017. Yeah. Look, that number has grown exponentially with this industry. There is more money, more people flooding into this industry now than ever before. Consolidation is going to happen. Okay, so you could see a doomsday scenario. I could, if I want to think about it, of course there's a doomsday scenario. But there's also a utopia scenario that goes along with that. And then there's a whole lot of in-between. Steele and I have talked about this many, many times. My thought process is it's never going to be doomsday. It's never going to be utopia. It's going to be somewhere in the middle. We're going to fall somewhere in the middle. The thing about with Microsoft purchasing all these companies and consolidation, it's not just Microsoft. Embracer Group has bought up most of the AA market at this point. Now now they're starting to buy some AAA stuff too. That's where talent is. Look, that's where the talent is. But the time, what happens is when you see these consolidation happens with an industry that's still growing, okay? Now we've started to come out of the the main part of the pandemic. We've seen a little bit of drop off as people go back to real life, can go outside, go do other things from an engagement standpoint, from a buying standpoint. But that also has to do with inflation worldwide. Now, right now, people are, are budgeting even more right now, okay? So, that's happening. But what you aren't seeing, you're not seeing the industry all of a sudden revert and go under where it was. It's still growing uh, it's at a steady growing. pace. Yeah. It, it may not be growing at the pace it was during the pandemic, nah. but it's still growing. Yeah. So what happens when consolidation happens? I like to think of it this way. It opens up the opportunity for somebody else to come in, right? It, it opens up the opportunity for another company or multiple companies to take Activision Blizzard's spot. If that acquisition goes through, it will, they will fill that hole. And then one of those companies has the potential to become the next Activision Blizzard. That's the circle of life in this business right now. Now, is there a scenario that where someday this industry gets too big and and can start to collapse upon itself? Of course, we've seen that before. I went through when the gaming industry was almost dead, when Atari was out there burying eight ET cartridges in the desert. Okay. I lived through all of that. Of course I was much, much, much younger, but I lived through all that. So I know the history of video games. We've seen the ebb and flow, but this industry has never been stronger. This industry has never been healthier. What Xbox is doing right now is what they need to do because they see the future and they want to make sure that they insulate themselves from whatever happens on the outside. Xbox is directly now tied to Microsoft. It used to be the fun little side project. Right. It is now pillar. one of the pillars of Microsoft because it is so important to their Azure servers. And we know that cloud, outside of even gaming, cloud is still in its beginning stages. The cloud is going to become a much, much, much bigger deal to all industries. It is going to become bigger for all of us going forward in our lives into the future. Again, so they're tied directly now to Microsoft and the Azure servers. That means Microsoft is not going to want to see Xbox fail. They're too important to them. They mean everything to what their future goals are. So they're going to invest heavy, which means Xbox has to grow. They're going to insulate themselves so that if people do some crazy stuff in the industry and all of a sudden the industry starts collapsing, Xbox is going to have so much talent acquired 
in so many different in-house ways that they can publish content. It's not going to matter. They can supply Game Pass. They can supply themselves with all the games that they need without ever having a third party to help them if it ever came to that point. So again, that's all they're doing right now, but the industry is too big right now to fail. The industry is too big to fail. It has gotten to the point where it's now mainstream. People have now shifted some of their entertainment from reading, from watching TVs and movies to now engaging with games, right? That's what's happened here, and that's not going to go away. People thought the video games were going to die off. They thought it was a fad. You can go back and read early 80s articles saying that video games are a fad. It's a kiddie toy. It's never going to evolve. It's going to be dead. There was toy company makers, board game makers back in the day were saying, nah, we're not worried. Video Video games will die off. This is just a little thing. Look where we are now. So don't worry. Again, if you see the doomsday scenario, I do understand it. You could certainly find a way to get there. But more than likely than not, we're not going to get to utopia where everything's perfect, but we're going to line up somewhere in the middle. And Xbox, for for their side of things, Microsoft, they don't want to see Sony die. They don't want Nintendo to die off. They understand that Sony and Nintendo are an integral part of this whole industry. So they're going to continue to help them. That's why Microsoft is saying, hey, we get Call of Duty. It's going to stay multi-plat. We're not trying to kill off Sony. We're going. We're not trying to take gaming away from gamers. Trying to kill us. We're tra- <laughs> yeah, we're trying. Yeah, exactly. We're, again, they turn their they, they turn a blind eye to that. They're better than that. They say no, no, no. We want everybody to be happy. We want more people to come in and enjoy this. But where you want? we we may want to have everything on the cloud eventually underneath yeah. our big giant kingdom. That's something. We want maybe yeah. Sony hosting their games underneath the cloud. Right. We might want Nintendo hosting their games on Azure servers. Right, so you have everything in one bubble, but we don't want them to die off in any way, shape, or form. So, um, yeah, Fahim, I understand completely where people come from, and it—it's it, just we're going to be in a good place. Trust me, we're headed there. We're already there. It's a golden age of gaming. It's just going to continue from here, even if things do change down the road. So, yeah, now hundred percent. Um, from there, man, where where would you like to take it, man? Where do you think is going to be a good place to take well, it? Well, let's. Man? Well, What's let's go. We got we've got under an hour steal, so let's cover okay. let's cover uh, Keeley's show real quick and go through some of the surprises and some of the stuff. We don't uh, have to deep dive everything here. Uh, there was over forty titles show, and I mean it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it so yeah, anybody uh, you know, we kicked off this week on Thursday with Keeley's a summer games fest. We did not know what to expect. Um, I obviously thought a lot of the big stuff was kind of uh, shown in advance. They talked about Street Fighter Six coming. You know, they're going to have new gameplay, right. a character reveal, um, and that kind of stuff. So we knew a lot was going to be there. Modern Warfare Two with campaign footage was going to be there. Actual gameplay. So I thought we knew a lot about right. this showcase. Turns out we didn't steal. There was a lot of surprises in here, man. A lot of new stuff. Not not huge huge stuff nah, not by there's a lot of good stuff in a lot of different ways right so um yeah so let's talk about it steel you got the list of games steel or do you want um, me to run down hey, you, 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 just... you can run them down you okay. can run them down all right all right let's run them down here um we'll stop at the big one so street fighter six uh so they showed off a character announcement of guile coming back uh this is a beloved character i don't believe he ever showed up in street fighter five correct me if i'm wrong steel but this is one of so. the characters that people were missing out classic of Street Fighter Five. Yeah, classic character came back. But what they did do on top of announcing him is they showed him in 
uh, fights, but they showed a continuous kind of fighting. So you got to get a better idea of the mechanics in the fighting. Loved what I saw. Steel loved the flash. Loved the the overall the you know the extra graphics when they pulling off special moves and right. combos and that kind of stuff. Loved everything I saw. I think they're doing a great job. And from what I've heard in the community so far, everybody's happy with the character designs. You feel the same way, Steel? Uh yeah. I mean, it definitely looks interesting. And I, I, I like the art design for sure. The open world still worries me. Um, but as far as like Street Fighter overall, I'm not the biggest Street Fighter fan, honestly. So it's one of those things where I'm like, whatever. Um, but I definitely think it's going to not to say that I wouldn't play it, whatever, uh not to say that I wouldn't play it, but it didn't do quite enough for me to pull my interest, but it does look like it's moving in the right direction for what I know of Street Fighter. So um I'm excited for that. Awesome, 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 awesome. Um, and then we got our first surprise of the show, Steel. This came out of nowhere. Nobody had heard about this game. Well, they they went to a scene straight out of Aliens, knew right away uh, it was from the vehicles, the planet, the atmosphere. I knew it was Aliens. We were all talking about it uh, when we were doing live reactions, and everybody said, oh, it's got to be Fireteam DLC. And then that kind of was like, oh, maybe it is Fireteam Elite DLC, right? We've got that Aliens. It makes sense that they're going to show off a new expansion. Right. No, Steel. No. All of a sudden, they cut to a short clip of gameplay, and it's a top-down, isometric view, yeah, was multiplayer that. shooter, and it's called Aliens Dark Descent. Bro, we were all like, yo, this is looking good. Give me another Aliens game. I'm on board. Shout out to Doom Reaper, who in the chat is just, this is his favorite announcement so far. Yeah, I'm excited, man. We're going to get what looks to be an action. And and uh, Jasper had gotten an email about it and kind of read yeah. off some of the details. Sounds like an action RPG, Diablo light, looter shooter. Hang around the Hulu Aliens Motel game. and you start. What did you think, man? Um, Aliens Dark Descent definitely looked... It looked attractive. Um, the most recent uh, Aliens game, I believe, what what is it called? Aliens, Alien Teams Fire Team or something like Aliens Fire Team. Aliens like Fire Team Elite. Fire Team Elite. Um, that one is is also a pretty decent game. I haven't put enough time into it to really find out whether I loved it or not. Um, but this with it being more of a top down style, it just being a little bit different. There's a lot of things that they could take advantage of. As far as this goes, uh, again, I know we've had a great time with the games like The Ascent. Um, so I, I'm what I'm kind of imagining is something like the ascent where you got over the top weapons. Maybe they're more than likely going to streamline it down to where it's going to, of course, keep it as what we know for aliens or whatever the case. Um, but it would be awesome to see if they put throwing some over the top weapons in there too to fight off the horde. Uh, if we got to find the weapons, however that may be, um, I'm I am excited for it. Uh, this is something that I would jump into, especially for some co op fun. Yeah, a good time. be classes. There's going to be upgrades. I mean. Yeah. Crafting, it sounds pretty cool, Steel. I'm always down for New Aliens games. So yeah. I'm happy. One of my favorite IP of all time. So uh, looking great there. And then we went to Callisto Protocol, Steel. Uh, again, uh, shout out uh, to Steel. Uh, we get, if we hit 1K, Steel's <laughs> going to stream this live, everybody. So continue to help us to get to Mission 1K this year. He will stream Callisto Protocol if we get there. Um, listen, this gameplay was ridiculous. Again, I'm already saying it looks too much for me. Again, uh, heads being bitten off uh, in half. 
uh, which is okay. I don't have a problem with the gore aspect of it, but the jump scares and the things, these things look even deadlier than the dead space. Uh, and then the environment you know, enemies. Yeah. The environment, you got environment kills that ended the trailer, getting sucked into some fan, getting chewed up brother. Callisto product. I mean, again, shout out to this team. They broke away from EA, started their own studio, making the dead space game. They always wanted. This is literally dead space Four. I can't say literally because it's not literally not nah, Dead Space right. 4, but what I'm saying is it they took everything from Dead Space. It's got the health bar on the back of his suit, the Isaac, not Isaac. Uh, his suit even has some looks to it that no, it looks like it's a weapon. What do you think? What do you think, man? De- Callista Protocol is definitely a game that I'm interested in, but like you said, it looks like it's just taking... Dead Space was probably definitely... That's kind of like my font. That's like my line, right? Um, if it's going to be more impactful than that, where because in Dead Space, after the first couple hours, it was like, okay, I, I kind, I can kind of, I have a feeling now, right? This one, now that you're including vi- environmental kills, also, I can fucking creep myself out, accidentally getting sucked into a turbine. Like, yeah. oh my, like, completely think you're good to go. You're backing up, and the next thing you know, like, oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle all that. Um, again, if we able to get to 1K, I'll definitely, it's not something that I necessarily would get day one. Uh, we get yeah. to 1K, somebody wants to invest. <laughs> I'll, hey, look, man, I'll play it. I'll play it on stream, play it live, raw in 100% of the cut for y'all. Uh, so y'all can see me jump and everything else. Fucking, that game is game's gonna be over the top man but uh like i was saying when they showed it it definitely looks like it literally plays just like that um right right to me this definitely comes across like and nobody knows who what the status or relationship between ea and them was but this definitely looks like a big f you to ea for closing them down right exactly and i and i'm happy for them and they're getting it out in december prior to the dead space remake launching in january which i think is amazing for this team and and, and shout out to glenn schofield the head of that studio bro his interview like a lot of these interviews droned out but man i was enjoying him because he had that he had that new jersey mafia to him it was amazing yeah, it i don't mean to stare but it was amazing no, he was like was hey funny. yo hey yo we got the gore we're gonna, yo, you got the you got the guns. You're gonna shoot off some. Oh man, it was fantastic. I love I love that man. He's a great dude. Anyways, uh, so awesome to see for that team. Um, and then we jumped right into Modern Warfare Two campaign gameplay steal. Yeah. I've already talked about my resurgence of love for Call of Duty after this. Modern Warfare Two's got me. They their marketing is off the hook. They're doing everything by the book. Everything is looking fantastic. Uh, they came out with some. Uh, extra information we're gonna have a sandbox mode supposedly in modern warfare 2 uh much more um uh comprehensive map editor for call of duty modern warfare 2 i mean all this stuff it just seems they're doing this one right but the campaign gameplay while it is cross-gen they've confirmed it definitely look like they this new engine that they're working on now steel that they're going to combine with warzone warzone 2.0 is also going to use this engine so it's going to be unified across the entire call of duty universe now uh really looks impressive i i really liked what i saw out of the gameplay from the campaign how about you brother uh yeah I, i'm definitely excited i think modern warfare 2 is going to be my chance to really jump back into it. Like I told you earlier, um, I'll probably down, re-download the Modern Warfare uh, multiplayer 
so we could probably jump into back into that because I haven't been back into that multiplayer in a long time. Um, if I played Warzone at all or I've played Modern Warfare at all, it was mainly the uh, Warzone that I was playing. Uh, that might also give me a chance to jump into some of the campaign because I did hear the 2019 version of the campaign is different from the original yes. Modern Warfare. Um, I thought I thought for the longest that they were both exactly the same. That's why I never played it. Um, to hear that it is updated, it's also newer. They took the story a little bit differently. I do, I do want to end up playing through that. Uh, so that might be a co-op or something that we may may be able to do or something like that. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I might be able to just do it on my own, just blaze through it. Because Call of Duty campaigns usually aren't ever too long. Um, they're about typically about eight hours, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe less, depending on what difficulty yeah. you plan on. Um, but it has me excited. It gave me definitely gave me the older feels. Um, like the just the map that they were on on that boat. I remember the exact same mission going through it before. Uh, like I would say when we were watching it, playing on the harder difficulties, how we was just out in the open getting shot. Like no, you're not. You're not. You're right. you're not going to be doing that. You're going to be in prone, hiding from <laughs> in cover. Getting shot by AI that automatic that has lasers beam shooting. Do um, we know that's, that's why I don't play it on hard mode anymore? I, I I used to do all the Call of Duties and Battlefields on the hardest mode, and I yeah. I just don't because I, I just want to enjoy. Now, veteran them, does, it, it veteran is. ain't fun. Nah, that shit ain't, yeah, that shit no, ain't fun. No, no. Setting <laughs> no. under that though, hard or whatever. That, that yeah. that that's a good time. But, but yeah. yeah, the hardest difference. Yeah, that's, there's no point. It, it makes no. the game completely pointless. I used to use. I don't care about the, Now I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> like I like those updated military yeah. shooters, but yeah. I don't care enough for right. me to play a little harder. No, I don't. I no, it's okay. Um, right. I, so, I uh, but it was a good time. No, I was. It was say, good, I'm yeah. excited for it. Um, yeah. This could be the again. It's uh gets me salt to a battlefield because going to be the resurgence of call of duty man yeah it is it is i i really believe that too i think this it wasn't even down for long <laughs> right <laughs> um and then uh we rolled into an old school franchise that has been ported over to almost every generation at this point this was back in my day uh this was cutting edge when this game came out flashback um Really, Another World was another version of it, too. But both of those were cutting edge. But they're bringing back Flashback, and they're making a Flashback 2 in a more modern-style 2D setting. Um, Not much to say on this. Again, old heads like me will remember Flashback. A lot of the younger kids probably have never played Flashback or even heard of it. Uh, But again, it was cutting edge at the time. Now... They're not trying to be cutting edge. They're just bring. They're making a number two, bringing it forward a little bit, giving it some new 2D, 3D stuff. Um, but really, you know, again, if it's ever on sale, ever drops in the Game Pass, um, I may pick it up at some point just to go back to it because it is a great game. It's a great story, actually, too. Uh, sci-fi setting. Um, but Flashback 2 announced. Steel, you got anything on that one? Uh, no, I don't have anything on Flashback. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, another game that I've had my eye on for quite some time. We saw it last year. It's only PC right now. I'm hoping it's going to get the console treatment. First-person shooter called Witchfire. Ah. Uh, look, this is a very cool-looking game. Um, you know, some people are going to say, well, it's got some doom to it. Yeah, it's got some doom to it. Anytime yeah, you bring yeah. demons and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. They lean heavily into the religious side of things, which a lot of developers don't do. Yes, we see a lot of the devil stuff, a lot of the satanic stuff. We've seen all that in games before, but you don't get the other side. You don't get the the Christian side of things when you're battling, right? Whereas this one, yeah, your dude's doing the sign of the cross. 
Like I was like, yo, we don't see that too often in video games, but this looks fantastic. It's a smaller developer. Um, it's not a big time developer. They have made some other games previously, but man, Witchfire is looking really cool. I hope it comes to console. I got my eye on this one. Steal your first impressions of Witchfire. What'd you think? Uh, it definitely looked interesting. It looked like something that was going to be, a, that would be appealing. Um, I, I definitely don't have any genuine interest in to jump in myself right at the moment. Um, yeah. But it's definitely, I think it's going to get definitely pull some, uh, an audience in for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's got some steampunk to it too, yeah. with the weapons, it's got the old weapons mixed with magic and, and kind of updated technology as well. It's got that yeah. steampunk flair to it with magic. man. It just looks cool. I, I, yeah, I hope it does, it does come. Um, and then we had, of course, uh, we had to get uh, Mr. Baker up on stage, uh, of <laughs> course. And, and, uh, he and another actor, I forget his name, are doing uh, Troy Baker, for anybody who was wondering who Baker was. Troy Baker. Uh, they're doing a small game called Fort Solus. Uh, this yeah. is going to be set on Mars, um, and it's going to be an exploration, more seems like psychological horror, which is cool for me, but more exploration, moon-based set, uh, Mars-based setting. Um, but they did say that there's some traversal, that you can be able to traverse uh, to different areas in different ways um interesting again shout out to the sci-fi horror genre getting mad love right now big love right now horror fans are eating good we got more too eating good right now the horror genre was kind of been looked over for a long time except for a a classic here and there back in the day um through last generation we did get some good ones but a lot of horror fans out there been clamoring for this well guess what we're getting a lot of this stuff and it's a lot of sci-fi horror this time around dead space why then wonder why ea is bringing dead space back but uh fort solo steel did you see anything you liked out of that one uh it looked like a dead uh look like a dead space clone um yeah again that, they, they, they didn't really they didn't really shy away from that no or anything combat. like that um yeah it's not supposed to really be a com- any combat or anything like that um it looked all right i'm not gonna i'm not gonna jump into it Th- thanks wandering dutch the other actor is arthur morgan okay cool from from oh he is he plays arthur morgan yes okay all right cool got you Thank you. But yeah, uh, it was. It looked all right. Yeah, it looked all right. Yeah. Uh, again, the, the show slowed down through these parts. Right. Jeff Keighley was getting his Hollywood on. Of course, his best buddy Troy Baker outside of Kojima. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk. Talk it bit. just got long. It just got long. And then we went right from that into another sci fi horror. And I think Steele and I, if you go back and watch the live reactions over on Fun, Fun Speculations channel, I think we both said nope at the same time on this one. Yeah. I think we both we were both like nope. We ain't doing this. And of course, this was our first surprise, Game Pass surprise. This is something we normally see on the Xbox stage, an indie developer making a brand new sci-fi horror game. Normally would be something that Xbox is promoting on their main stage. Now, Tim Dog kind of insinuated through Twitter and last night on Xbox Ultimate that he does feel like some of these games, they had so much at the showcase that they had to move some of them to Keeley's show. And this is the first one because this is coming Game Pass day and date. It is called Routine. This is another moon. Now, this is the actual moon, moon based horror game for sure. You do have some kind of scanner weapons or something in this game. First person, the atmosphere, the graphics are ridiculously good. The lighting looked off the charts. But when the robot with the shark face showed up, that's when I said nope. And that's when Steele said nope. Okay, when the robot's popping out of the shadows and grabbing you and you're thinking, oh, okay, this is a robot. And all of a sudden it shows its face and it's got shark teeth and a shark mouth. Nope, I ain't doing it. I still robots aren't supposed to want to eat you. 
okay? Robots may want to kill you. They're not supposed to want to eat you. This thing looked like it was going to eat you. Steel, what do you think about routine? Man, when he walked down the stairs and he saw that robot that was in the next room and then he kind of like approached the chase, whatever they were, the little drapes or flaps or whatever, and then all of a sudden he turns around, the robot pops about from the, out of the darkness. Yeah, man, uh, it's going to be a no-go for me. The game looks crazy. It looks really yeah, good. Looks um, so looks, good. De- it definitely looks enticing. But there's, yeah. for me personally, there's something about first-person games and at least that's how I know this is being done really well. Because if I automatically say nope, that's how I know it's being done well. <laughs> that, that's how I know. I, that's all I need to see. Oh, it, it works on me. Because this would uh, this would honestly be a moment. If you guys haven't seen the routine trailer, you'll see exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. Um, for on the audio side, check out routine. It's a game. When as soon as he turns around, he got yeah. I would have been like, yeah, I'm not playing this game right now. <laughs> not doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who yep. knows? Uh, again, it could be more of a psychological thing. Um, it definitely looks like I was about to, he was about to get eaten there. So he uh, doesn't have those teeth for no reason. Uh, he don't have the teeth for no reason. They don't that, give a robot shark teeth. Yeah. with no no intention of harming you. Okay, uh, okay. Listen, protocol too. It's, it's just like ah, yeah. uh, it's yeah, going really kind of too brutal for me. Like uh, you're already <laughs> making it complicated. I got to shoot limbs off. Now I get yeah. a, I get eight, but I just it's just crazy. Power yeah. generator uh, now a mech. No. Like, come yeah, on. yeah, no, 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 no. I'll be watching this though. I'm gonna watch yeah, people yeah, play yeah. it for sure because again, I do hey. watch people play these games because I wish I could. Just this, like Souls games. This would I be do. another one. If we we hit a certain mark, I'll str- I'll stream it. I'll I'll, yep. I'll stream it. I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Might be 10k. Uh, and then we got, uh, of course, another look at World Slayer Outriders. You talked about this in your yeah. predictions, Steel. Um, not coming to Game Pass as we know right now. Right. Still no announcement on that. But Outriders, Steel and I went back, ran through it again. Again, the core gameplay, the loop is there. It's all there for people can fly. They also came out this week and had a little uh, interview in which they stated they are expecting Outriders to be a continuing franchise. They are not giving up on Outriders. Um, but to ask customer base that you guys didn't do right by, and again, that's Square Enix and People Can Fly's fault, but the uh, customer base that you didn't do right by in the beginning when you had lots and lots of problems with your game, to ask people to play for, pay $40 to come back to a DLC, even if this DLC is expansive and it looks like they're doing a ton of stuff with this DLC, I think is too big of an ask. I think this is something that does need to be thrown into Game Pass to give Second Life to, or at least give a chance to. I don't know. It might be too late. There's so much for people to play now that you you got one shot. Every once in a while, we'll see a game get a second chance. But in reality, most games get one shot. And people stuck by Outriders for almost two months before really started jumping off ship. Um, and I just think that $40 is too much. I think you agree with me on that one. Yeah, no, I have the issue that you kind of ran into again um whether nerfing the game to what your actual intentions were or removing things to make it easier to grind or whatever the case may be or just not having uh, a proper loot cycle or whatever the case for your game in today's day and era especially for a looter shooter you only have so long to grab people's attention now world slayer is doing some things that seem to be really cool really dope really unique um, but at this point in the game, especially with other games that I'm currently playing, um, it would definitely be something that ends up on the back burner. And if it doesn't end up on the back burner, the only way that that would happen is if it was on Game Pass. 
Because at that point, I'd be like, all right, yeah. well, let me try. Yeah. I, I just recently played this and jump, like you said, Paul, yeah. jump back yeah. into it, replayed through it. We're having a good time. Yeah. Um, but what else are you going to offer me? What's going to keep me around this time? Right. But it's also, I can also selfishly say that kind of like with Tiny Tina, after a certain point with PVE games, there is a there is a very quick turning point where I lose interest um, right. because just grinding to impress my buddy, I got this, it doesn't do anything for me. Uh, right. Grinding to get something to body somebody with, I mean, that's, that's a little bit different. Um, yep. So that's why I personally feel like, unless it's in Gay Pass, they, they may, it just may be a missed opportunity for me. And I'll yep. take that. That's fine. Yep. Can't be mad. Um, no, it, 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 again, you're spot on, Steel. We're in the same boat, man. Uh, Switch Sizzle Reel, which was no big deal. Hey, everybody out there, Fall Guys, coming June 21st, free to play. It's coming to everything. Uh, season it's one, free for all. Season, I think, we'll season one, free for all, correct. June 21st, coming to everything. It's going to be free to play. It's going to be on Xbox finally. So everybody looking forward to Fall Guys. That is happening. Again, not my style, but I know a lot of people love these party games, and there's going to be a lot of people jumping into Fall Guys. So that was a big deal, too um a lot of people have been waiting on that again right. it's not the same hype levels d- during the pandemic but it's still there lots of kids playing it lots of streamers still playing it so hey fall guys is coming for everything on june 21st then we got an interesting title from a dev called frost giant for people who don't know yeah. who frost giant is these are former blizzard devs who worked on starcraft 2 who worked on uh world of warcraft not the world of warcraft that we all think of but the original world warcraft 2 more rts style this is their first game out the gate they're making a free to play rts called stormgate only announced for pc right now again another one with it being free to play with everybody kind of we're seeing more and more pc games come to console i'm hoping this shows up because these devs got the pedigree for sure when you're talking about StarCraft 2 and talking about World of Warcraft 2, look, Stormgate looking pretty cool. We didn't see a whole lot. We saw some uh, screenshots of some in-game assets. That was it. Nothing in, in as far as gameplay goes. Right. Uh, Stormgate Steel, free to play. You got your PC. Do you think you're going to jump on this and try it out? Uh, probably not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not an RTS player anymore. I know man. anymore. Um, I know you haven't done it. For the, it RTS requires mouse and keyboard. Uh, yeah. A lot of the time, I mean, sure. Get control set up for it. I'm just, I'm just not the hugest. I don't like the idea of playing RTS with a with a controller either. Sure. Um, unless it's like a game like Rift Breaker. If they do something like Rift Breaker, oh yeah, yeah, I fuck it, I'll jump straight. Like combination. the combination, I really love that being able to do both. I can get lost in that, but just pure RTS because I'm I come from the era where RTS is keyboard and mouse. You want to be effective, keyboard and mouse. Best experience, keyboard and mouse. Um. And I'm not interested in that play style anymore. I got you. Uh, but I, but it, I, I love to see RTS is coming back. I do also hope that it is going to be available on console so people are able to jump into more of that genre, like they are able to, like Supreme Commander, uh, what you've gotten out of Gears Tactics, and things like that. Exactly. So I'm hoping it comes because I'm still big in RTSs and I don't mind them. Age of Empires. So I hope it comes. So, which is supposed yeah, to come. Yeah, it should be coming. Uh, then we got a little indie title called High Water. Uh, beautiful artwork. Um, really beautiful oh, animation. Don't know a whole lot about it. It is based on a climate change. 
Um, so basically it looks like you're traveling around exploring this world, which is flooded. Uh, it looks like they do have some military factions and some, you know, you know, everyday civilian factions as well that you're going to visit. Didn't see any combat, didn't see anything like that. This seems more like a chill game, kind of tool around the world, discover things. Um, I don't know what the storyline is like on it. They didn't really give a whole lot of glimpse into that, but did look good. Uh, you got anything yeah. on high water? There's still nah, I don't have anything. Okay. All right. Uh, then we got another indie game, uh, which was actually shown again. And if you are interested in this one, I suggest going check out the Tribeca show, which was yesterday. Again, I was on with indie gamer doing live reactions. American Arcadia is coming. This is a Truman show influenced game where really? you, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's a, it's about a guy who is a part of this bubbled in city, 43 square miles or something ridiculous where, People uh, are people in this bubble city are videotaped and the people on the outside watch this as a TV show and judge the people on their actions. Um, and basically what it is, we found out more from the Tribeca show. Um, you are going to be more the person, the girl on the outside who is an engineer who is helping one guy escape this city. And it sounds like you're going to do puzzle solving. His perspective is from like a almost 2D side-scrolling kind of perspective uh but when you get to her and you control her you're in a first-person view and it looks like you're going to help him solve puzzles and try to help him escape as her that's the impression i got i could be completely wrong on that but that's that's the gameplay we saw yesterday at tribeca um really interesting again not gonna be for everybody's indie but looks kind of cool uh i liked what i saw yesterday at the tribeca showcase so american arcadia steal anything on that Matt Uh, hated the no noses so the animation nah. people didn't uh, have noses really no nah, I, I don't have nah, anything nah. on that one either if not for me. yeah yep uh the <laughs> splendiferous i don't know man the world will pause when flashback 2 comes out i don't know about that brother uh, i might be going a little too far <laughs> um goat simulator 3 steel man they started off this this whole the, this uh trailer and it looked exactly like dead island 2 it looked exactly like they, they took the dead island 2 trailer but made it different it was more cartoony than dead island 2 trailer but they kind of did the same thing that all of a sudden goats started coming in causing absolute chaos goat simulator 3 there's never been a goat simulator 2 for everybody scratching their heads going i don't remember goat simulator 2 there's not yeah it's part of their stick they're they they, they're skipping two and going directly to three looks crazy goat simulator is fun to fool around with for 10 minutes jasper's got like 15 hours in it so whatever (laughs) that's shout out to lore master uh, Goat Simulator 3. Um, then we got a new trailer for Midnight Suns. Um, yeah, I was hoping for more gameplay. Uh, we didn't get that. More CGI, but, yeah. CGI. More CGI, but they were there to show off Demon Hulk and also Spider-Man. And Demon Venom, too. And Demon Venom. Yeah, but Spider-Man was the big showcase of this trailer. And yeah, interestingly enough, somebody asked the devs, hey, how hard was it to get Spider-Man? Because this game is going to be on Xbox. And they said, no, nah, it actually wasn't that hard at all. Interesting. Interesting. So Spider-Man, we're going to get Spider-Man. Xbox actually tweeted it out as well on their official Twitter and said, Spider-Man, swing it on to Xbox. <laughs> so they were having some fun because everybody thinks that Spider-Man is exclusive to only see, platforms. See how but, that game plays. Yeah, we'll see how that game plays. Again, I was hyped for it. It's by Fur Axis, the makers of XCOM. I was hoping for an XCOM Marvel game, but they introduced a card-based battle system, which is going to determine what abilities you have during combat, which I don't like. 
They're doing it, I think, to make it more accessible to people because a lot of people have a hard time with XCOM games and would say nope right out the gates like Steele and I did to routine uh, just because they don't want to play an XCOM strategy game. So they're going to get it more action-based with cards being played in a more live fashion. My hype level for that game went down at that point, but maybe this might be one of the ones that Phil can go make a deal for getting the game pass. But Midnight Suns looks really cool overall like the art direction the, the suits all that kind of stuff looks great so um and again fur axis is an incredible developer i love them um and then we got the cuphead dlc finally coming all you cuphead fans that have been waiting on dlc for about six years now uh <laughs> it's finally showing up and it looks to be much bigger than they originally planned yeah happy for all the cuphead fans out there again me platformer uh hardcore souls like shooter in a platform, nope. Animation style, 30 style cartoons, absolutely love. This game is drop dead gorgeous. I've watched people play it this is. game. Wish I would get into it, but I'm not going to. But DLC is finally here. Uh, it's called uh, the Delicious Last Course. They're introducing a new character as well. As well, yes. Steel, you you thought maybe you might try it at some point. Do you think maybe? Uh, yeah, I mean, Cuphead is always, I yeah. thought Cuphead was always dope, but uh, um, I didn't know Cuphead did not have online play, so maybe that adds on to it also, but um, Cuphead has always been a game that I wanted to get into because of all, all the games that it reminds me of, man. Um, I I grew up playing those ty- those styles of games. Um, I like the competition of you and the buddy getting together and trying to, you know, run through the story together um, through whatever gets thrown at you, wonky stuff or whatever. Um, this it, it, it makes me want to it makes me want to jump in and place to get some co-op action in um i'm I'm about to try it out at some point got the first one to, before i get into the dlc or whatever or the next game or whatever this is for. right right exactly um and i don't think the we just threw that in chat future uh, i don't think future, future they don't go live until two o'clock though Future Game Show, this might be another smaller show, Doom Reaper, because Future Game Show does not go live until 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern, I believe it is. So I could be wrong. So, um, But uh, they're going to have over 40 games there. There's going to be some big stuff there. People dismiss it, but it's awesome. So we are definitely going to be checking that out. We'll be live or on Fun Speculations channel with live reactions for that one. Um, Then next up was Neon White, which we talked about in the beginning, releasing this week uh, for Switch and PC. Again, that's that... Uh, first person mirrors edge style action uh, combat game uh, anime style looks pretty cool um, but neon white is uh, they showed that off some more then we got another surprise deal well not really if you we were paying attention uh, Xbox last year announced a deal with humble games uh, right. humble's a nice indie developer or publisher uh, they announced a deal with them and they were going to be bringing a bunch of indie titles into game pass some of which we've already seen there well the, this one is made by one dude. One dude is making this game and it looks fun as hell. Midnight Fight Express is coming to Game Pass Day and Date, August 23rd. Um, and they showed that off. And they actually showed before we had only seen hand-to-hand combat, and it's got a John Wick style to it. You can use the environment. But they also showed vehicular combat, boats, cars, almost in the spy hunter mold, uh, as well. And so I really liked what I saw. And the fact that this is being made by one guy. Bro, blows my mind. Uh, I can't wait for it to drop in the game pass. I'm gonna be hopping into that for sure. Yeah, uh, looks interesting. We'll see what it, what it's looking like when it comes when it drops in the game pass. Not, yep. per, not on my we, personal list. No, no, I get it. Uh, and then we got Warframe coming out with a brand new DLC. Warframe continues to live on. Many, many people. Steel's got over 1,500 hours into it, which is absolutely. 
crazy to me. But Warframe is awesome. I have fooled around with Warframe, not to that extent, but I probably got about $100 in there over on PlayStation. Warframe is awesome. Uh, they're coming out with a brand new DLC, which looks really cool. It's got this black and white aesthetic with these colors. Man, I don't get it. It's called the Davari. I think it, it Davari Paradox is what it's called. Uh, look, Warframe continues to impress. They, they continue to support this game. Many, many people continue to play it. Warframe is an absolutely really good experience. If you jump in now, it gets kind of crazy. Uh, it's like jumping into uh, what? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, because, I mean, that is kind of a misconception. Um, Warframe has done a lot to make the new player experience a lot smoother and a lot better. Um, not but it can be overwhelming. Be like, yeah, like I Destiny mean, 2. Like, jumping in Destiny 2 right now, people are overwhelmed. Well, now so they've much. removed content yeah. and did yeah. other things. Yeah. They've streamlined it. That's been one of their main focuses over the years, is making sure that the new player experience uh, was more friendly. And they've, yeah. de- they've definitely done that last I've checked. Now, again, I'm not as involved as I was, and I pro- I'm probably at least two years, three years removed from Warframe at this point. Um, but I still have uh, a buddy that I actually was another part of the reason why I was playing it um, at the time who has way more time than that. He probably has at least 5,000 hours in Warframe. Um, and then my brother... Who was getting to it this is a d was this is one of those dlc updates that they've been looking forward to they're supposed to be bringing a lot of content a lot more things that are going to help make the ecosystem better uh, a lot of people give warframe flack and warframe's a game that you have to understand how to play and if you're not willing to understand how to play the game then you will be lost and it, like i always come down this is going to be you could take Y'all can take this however you want. Um, this is one of my gamer, gamer, I guess, ticks. But I am uh, I am one of those people who will tell you, you either learn how to play or don't play. And that's exactly what Warframe is. It's not, yep. it's not meant to hold your hand or, I mean, they've done better with it. Again, I'm, yeah, you want somebody to have an idea of what they're doing, but there's, the game's been out for so long and there's so much content that you could watch where people are consistently, we live in the digital era, watch a YouTube video of what a beginner should be looking at of what you should be doing, jumping into this game. You're not gonna waste no more than 10 minutes of your time versus getting 40 hours in and deciding it's not for you. Right. And this is coming from somebody who has, again, like Paul said, I have 1500 hours in the game. Believe what you want. Warframe's a good game, but it is a time set. Yep, cool. Uh, again, I liked what I played, I, yeah, and I love that the developers continue to support, it and it's done well. And, and they're under ten cent now, fully. I believe. Uh, yeah, if yes, I'm not mistaken, yes. fully. Yes. So, and that was their problem before, where they weren't getting the funding, the, the funding they needed, which is part of the reason why they're why they're that's such a missed opportunity for both Sony and Microsoft. Because um, imagine if that was under either, like PlayStation could have got that, and boom, you solved your problem. You have a you have a consistent player base that's not going anywhere. Because that ecosystem right. is dedicated, so um, yep. yeah. And then we got um, Hoyo, and I'm shortening their name. Hoyo they verse. go by 
Hoyo verse, whatever. Yeah, but Hoyo. they go by Hoyo and on Twitter and everything else. Hoyo, makers of Genshin Impact. Look, I love this. This is fantastic. They're not sitting on the Genshin Impact. No, they're making gold. games. They're making games. I'd love to see that. Oh, Genshin so, so. Impact obviously made them a boatload of money, but they are not sitting on Genshin Impact. They're not just thinking about how they can monetize Genshin Impact even more. They are out here putting out more games, and they showed off two at this show. Uh, Hankai Star Rail is the first one, and then Zenless uh, Zone Zero is the second one. Anime-based games, not for everybody, but Steel and I, loving what we're yeah. seeing out of this. The animation looks top-notch. Everything about these games oh, look man. fun. Um, it, it just looks like a great game. Right now, I think both of them are only PC and um, and mobile. Um, I don't think they're in development for console. I'm hoping Genshin Impact skipped Xbox. I'm hoping with the now that they're flush with money, now that Xbox is seeing success, that maybe Hoyo starts thinking about bringing their games over to Xbox as well. Pass. If they're going to do console, yeah, put Bring in Game, game pass. pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Hankai Star Rail Zenless Zone Zero looking fantastic, right up my alley. Action RPGs, fan freaking fantastic. Two different settings, two different sets of characters, character designs off the charts. Uh, gorgeous. I absolutely love everything about these steel. What did you think, brother? Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited for both. I'm going to play both for sure. Um, they get me really excited. Uh, that's what makes me kind of takes makes me so feel so weird about Persona because I don't like I, I couldn't get into Persona. Uh, I know Persona is also a different style of game. I prefer action action RPGs anyway or action based games anyway. Uh, whereas a lot of Persona games aren't that um, unless you're playing Strikers or something like that. And Strikers just didn't do enough for me personally for me to fall in love with it uh, to beat it. So um, these games look, again, like you said, they look right up my alley. The combat is top notch, exactly what I'm looking for. Over the top, um, looks like it, it has an extensive system to it. And again, you can have an, excess, like an extensive system with you only pressing the X button. You know, you can do timing, you could do, uh, you know, get a couple buttons of all, however they end up doing it. Um, I do want to see combat become more and more diverse. And I think Holyo understands that. Genshin Impact is a good game too. Um, it's another one of those where it's a setup as a mobile game. And you're going to spend money if you want the top tier characters or whatever, where these games seem more, maybe not necessarily single player focused, um, but more streamlined to give you an overall experience versus just a, uh, hey, get some characters together and go do some stuff. Right, exactly. Um, then TMT, TMNT, that was, Teenage yeah, Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's remake, two six players, June sixteenth. Oh. So six player co op. We talked about this coming to Game Pass day and date. Six player co op. April O'Neil, Master Splinter, Casey Jones, all included. Well, off the charts, huge W for Xbox. And this was one of those again. I'm surprised not on the main stage on the Xbox Bethesda showcase. Again, lends credence to what we are talking about, that this show is packed on Sunday. Because if you're going to let something like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which has a ton of hype, again, doesn't matter if it's just within this community, man. People are going to be excited to play this game. Uh, big W for Game Pass here. Awesome to see what they did. Online co-op. Oh, man. Amazing. Right, Steel? Yeah, no, I, I have to 100% agree. T TMNT coming back. Shredder's Revenge. It's... And, and it's six-player multiplayer co-op bro like they did all the right moves this is what we wanted from out of battletoads um i think this is part of the reason why battletoads didn't see the success that they necessarily needed um but i think this one i wouldn't be surprised if 20 million people played it first month easily right 
Exactly. Um, TMNT is uh, is it's one of those games and that shine away from that style. Um, as long as the net code is good, psh, this game's about to be a freaking banger. Uh, say less. Absolutely. Uh, Super People, a new BR uh, Battle Royal coming out. It, yeah, it was, so much yeah, impressive. It was okay. Yeah, trailer. Right, it was okay, whatever. Uh, Humankind, published by Sega. This is a Civ clone, a Civilization clone. They announced a brand new expansion uh, with new civilizations, new cultures coming in. Um, and then, surprise of, for me, absolutely 100%. They are making console versions of this, and it's coming to Game Pass day one humankind another one of those pc ports coming over to console strategy style game that i'm so excited for i can't believe they're doing this humankind's got a big following on pc there's a civilization crowd but there's also the humankind crowd and humankind does things a little bit different than civilization some people really really love this game so i'm excited that this is coming to console um, really, really happy to see it. And uh, for all those people that said the Sega partnership that M- Microsoft announced wasn't going to bear anything, that it was just, oh, yeah. it was just the cloud. Yeah, it's bearing fruit already. Humankind coming to console, Game Pass, date and date. Excited, Steel. I know you don't play these types of games, but man, still cool to see. Yeah, still good to um, see. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, for sure. Uh, One Piece Odyssey. This looks like, again, Steel doesn't like One Piece. He's a big anime fan. Uh, I'm an old school anime fan. I like One Piece in a lot of ways. I haven't watched all of them. I haven't read them all. Nothing like that. But I like their games. They're coming with One Piece Odyssey, which is a good Dragon Quest style traditional RPG from what we're seeing. So, you know, hey, if you're into One Piece and you won't like JRPGs, I think we're getting the ultimate combination here. This looks kind of cool to me. Coming to Xbox as well, which is good to see. Again, those Eastern style games, whether you like them or not. See him coming to Xbox. Good to see, right, Steel? Yeah, of course. I mean, the more we can get from over in that market, uh, that Asian market, man. I mean, that's where the talent's coming from, man. Like, um, they're seeing the advances. They're putting it to work. Um, I think Unreal Five is going to be a, a solid place where they where we really see from the Asian side of things, especially uh, where they really take advantage of the hardware and the uh, the engine yep. that's at. Absolutely. And then we get Soul Hackers 2, new trailer. Yeah, Again, all on board. Atlas, first game in a long time since the 360 era that's actually coming to Xbox. So happy for this. And we think, Steele and I both think this is the start of something bigger. Yeah. Um, this is the the door was finally cracked on Atlas's headquarters, even though Sega owns them. They let Atlas do their own thing, and Atlas has ignored Xbox. But Soul Hackers 2, very niche uh, spinoff from Shin Megami Tensei, like Persona, a very niche uh, spinoff, but it is coming to Xbox. I'm going to support this. I'm going to be picking this up. I can't wait. It's looking beautiful. It's classic Atlas, Persona style. I cannot wait for this game. Looks really awesome. Soul Hackers 2, another Eastern style game coming to Xbox. Um, Capcom Stadium Volume 2 was announced. Lots of great games in there. Darkstalkers, uh saturday super slam wrestling or whatever the heck it was called i forget from back in the day another big arc you know big collection of old arcade games from capcom uh that is coming out stadium volume two uh metal hellsinger has a del uh, demo out right now on yeah, xbox out based. on everything yeah rhythm based doom that's what this is Basically. with with hard metal music like we're yeah we're death metal Okay, uh, I'm not into rhythm games. I can't play them. Steel, are you going to check out uh, Metal Health? No, I'm not going to. I'm not no, going to okay. be playing. Right. Uh, it, it looks <laughs> cool. I like the yeah. concept. 
Um, yeah. I'm all, I'd be all about that, but, um, I, I know some people have tried, I think Tony Grasso, he's still in the chat. He's already played the demo and said, it's really good. So if you're into rhythm based shooters and you want to check out something really cool, this, I, I can definitely say it looks cool. Cause it's doom style. Go check out metal hill singer. The demo is out now. The quarry, which just released, we got, we had a final trailer for the quarry. It's released to really, really impressive reviews, a narrative, heavy driven game. Um, go check it out. It's out there. The quarry, you know, again, uh, not for me, but it's going to have multiplayer coming yeah. in July. Um, looks it's, really good. Movie, yes. Look at movie it's, quality. It looks definitely movie quality. I don't know if the game plays at 60. I hope it does. Um, but yeah, it looks like a movie style. I like the art style. I like, I like what they went for in this one, man. Uh, again, it's not my thing typically. I mean, I don't, but yeah. People are having a good time with it, and it could be another trademark IP, right? So. Yeah, it could be. Uh, and then we got Nightingale. This one I've had my eye on, still only announced for PC. Now, uh, Steel kind of got turned off because it is a first-person survival game, but Nightingale is the one where you can take these cards and combine these cards and create gates to other worlds. Yeah. Um, and it is a survival game, so you're building and all that kind of stuff. Don't know if it's MMO style, if it's just multiplayer style. I thought it maybe it looked like an MMO, but that's just me impressions. But it is really cool. This is set in a steampunk era as well, but also mixed with fairy tale fairy tale lands that seem like they've taken from all types of fairy tales from all over the world. Uh, so very interesting game. Nightingale is looking really cool to me. Want to see it come to console, obviously, because I'm not going to play it on PC. But it looks great. Uh, so your PC players out there, go check out Nightingale for sure. I thought it looked cool. I know, Steel, you kind of were turned off by the first person. That was like, meh. Yeah, no, um, I'm not yeah. really not really with yeah. it. Not digging it. Yeah, yeah it's not, not, not for it. me, but hey. I get you. Hey, no. Every something for everybody, not everything yeah, is for yeah, somebody, yeah, right? Exactly. So uh, that's the way it works. Um, and then Saints Row came out to show off once again all the customization and announced that they were releasing the Saints Row character creator in advance of the game, just like they've done in the past. So, all you Saints Row's fans out there that are looking forward to the new one, personally, if it comes to Game Pass, I'll play it, but nah. but you can go keep create your character, you can go fool around with the character creation, which is extensive very yeah, extensive it's, it's yeah you can get yourself looking right before the game shows up and then you can transfer your character over into the game they've done this in the past it's really cool um you know but that that was their announcement at this as well um warhammer dark tide 40k got the final well one of their final shows here um we believe uh leading up to launch sometime in october i think it is right now is it september or october one of the two um, but man, they showed off the latest trailer and steel. I think we both were impressed. I love the Warhammer uh worlds. I want to get into the reading of them. I think the lore is crazy, it's so outrageous how big it is. But Dark Tide looks like Fat Shark, who made Dark uh Warhammer Vermintide one and two. Fat Shark is that team that has continuously worked on an IP and has gotten better in every turn. And man, does Dark Tide look like they're taking the next step up. We're talking close to AAA quality here, folks. This is going to be an Xbox console exclusive, coming to Xbox and PC. It's going to be on Game Pass day and date. This is going to be a big one this fall. Multiplayer, first person, with everything you come to expect, the craziness, the hordes of enemies coming at you. If you've ever played Vermintide 2, they look like they even upped it even more than that in this one. 
mechanics wise guns look great character classes look all different look fantastic um designs looking good and some of the special abilities like this one where you had this energy between your hands and then popped this dude's head as he approached you look like a pimple looked great uh steel you liked what you saw at dark tide right yeah dark tide looked interesting i've never been knee deep um in any of the warhammer series uh, I really have never just given them a shot or anything like that. I think they're typically like co-op experiences too. Um, I mean, it'd be definitely interesting to jump into one. This may yeah. be that one that I get into. Uh, who knows? I, I definitely would give it a shot if it's going to end up being on Game Pass for sure. Yeah, it is. Day one, man. Yeah. Not so exclusive. Hard to know. Uh, Bloober team finally showed off their game. Everybody swore they're working on a Silent Hill game. Look, maybe they are working on a Silent Hill game. Maybe they are. Maybe that rumor isn't dead. But I hope it's dead because they came out and showed off their game and it's actually in the Layers of Fear um, franchise. And this one they're calling Layers of Fears. They're not giving it a three because there's been one and two. But Bloober team showed off their latest and greatest in Unreal 5. Whether you like Bloober or not, hey, I root for this team because, again, small-time dev coming up in this big gaming industry, doing better and better and better work. I liked what I saw here. Some of that Unreal Engine 5, some of those environments in that game, not all of them, but some of those environments, man, looked fantastic, Steel, didn't they? Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely gonna, I'm definitely interested in it. I want to see more from it, man. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, for sure. Psychological horror, I can do. And this looks like, again, another yeah, psychological yeah. horror game. So I think I can do this one. Uh, Gotham Knights, we're hoping to get more gameplay. Ah, no, that's not what we got. Got a new trailer showing off the customization yeah. of your characters, which still caught your attention. Look kind of cool. Like they had all different kinds of hairstyles. Different, different, different night. You got different, yeah. you got different costumes. Yeah. Uh, there, you know, and yeah. that's the thing that you would expect from the superhero games for sure. Yeah. Um, and it was yeah. cool to see. The only thing to me is why did you show anything if you weren't going to show actual gameplay combat mechanics? There were, some, there were some snippets in there, very short. I, I think there's, I think it's something that I think there's something that they're fine tuning, and that's why they're not showing yeah. it like that from that probably. perspective. Probably um, from the feedback they got. Probably, I mean, again, they don't have any reason for it not to be like the Arkham Knights, like the Arkham games. There's no reason. Um, right after Arkham Knight, it has to be at least at that level. Like, bare minimum. I mean, that's what we're kind of expecting. So hopefully they're working on that. Again, uh, this is from a different studio, WB Montreal. So um, we'll see. Rocksteady is the one that, that handled the combat before. So is this really going to be one of those? Because Arkham Origins is also one of those that people are kind of up and down about. I just recently finished Arkham City. Uh, I'm now in the DLC portion of it. I'm doing Harley's Revenge or whatever the case might be. Um, but I probably I got that a little bit on the back burn as I'm in these current three games that I'm I'm on. But I want to see if Arkham Orange is, is the one that is the worst out of all of them, or if it's just kind of been Yeah. It's a made a tomato kind you. of thing. You know what I mean? I I got you, but you're right about Gotham Knights. I hope the combat right. is getting polished up a little bit. Right. So again, you know, and I hope it comes to Game Pass, because I I do want to try it with you guys. So um but Last but not least, yo, the leak. Sony leaked it themselves prior to the Keeley show. Totally killed Keeley's vibe. You could tell he was interviewing Mr. Not my favorite, Neil Drunkman. Uh, Troy Baker came back out. Of course, this was Last of Us remastered for PlayStation 5 and in development for 
Oh, those horrible two little letters, Steel. PC. That's right. In development for PC. Yes, they are actually remaking The Last of Us again, this time from the ground up, supposedly. Again, what they've showed, I could definitely see a definite improvements there uh, for both PC and only PlayStation 5, and they're going to charge you 70 bucks for this. Um, and, um, you know, again, that debate's been raging, uh, since Thursday, whether or not $70 is too much to ask. Again, this is something I would pick up because I think the last of us one is a goat of all time for me. So I would pick it up again, uh, to play it on my PlayStation five. If I get the PlayStation five, but if you want to wait for a sale or for it to drop into PlayStation plus, I imagine that's going to happen at some point as well. It's just an option folks. People could freak out about the price. It's a cash grab. Obviously, it's a cash grab. Sony does this. But if you're not happy with the price, wait. Again, if you played it two, three, four, five, ten times before, wait. You got that option. Just wait it out. It's going to show up in their service. It's going to show up on sale. Yeah. But again, they did announce this. They've also got a Firefly edition for $100. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo. But then, uh, Steel, they touched on the show as well. The Last of Us show, of course, coming out. They had to showcase that. They brought out Troy Baker because he's going to be in it. And what's her face? I forget the girl's name. She's going to be in it. Look, they did all that fanfare. And then they got down to Steel's favorite conversation. Brought up factions, Steel. Brought up factions. And Neil was like, well, yeah, it turned into this whole bigger thing. I can confirm it's going to be a standalone. And we're going to talk more about it next year and then they gave us one piece of art concept art <laughs> go ahead steel go ahead steel go ahead get your bars off brother let's do this get your bars off you've been getting your bars off elsewhere come on let's do it factions coming out well we don't know when it's coming out it's standalone though we know that we know we're not gonna hear okay. about it till next year brother so okay go ahead um so let's start off with uh last of us uh the remake of a remaster to me, there is still a conversation to be had or something to be said about, hey, guys, content was pulled, and guess what? They're still going to pay $70 for that game. Ah! And they actually blatantly told you that it's not going to be in that game. Ah! Hey, you can get that same game remastered right now that includes the other half of the package. Ah! see i guess this is the case of what happens when multiplayer hasn't been a focus for you which is understandable um i don't personally think that this is acceptable why are you releasing a remaster or remake of a remaster and you don't even have the second part of your second game out yet that was promised to come out when the game came out originally. Talking about Last of Us 2. No multiplayer. Where's it at? Where's the factions at? Oh, uh, what's in the works? You're hiring. And then you come and show me concept art. Not nothing in the engine. You didn't show me a screenshot. Showed me concept art. And told me it was going to be in a city. Oh, the game's got more expansive than it's ever, uh, than we imagined. And that's cool. That's fine. Why don't you say that from jump? Hey, Last of Us 2 is not going to have multiplayer. Why? 
You knew it was expand getting more expansive at that point. I guarantee you, you knew. You knew before you released the game that that was going to be the That's fine. You know, whatever. Single player game. You play full price for it. There's other games that people talk about that do these same things, but people complain about that. But we'll leave that out because we, well, I don't want to be, this isn't about what a bit, what about it isn't. This is about my personal interest in factions and the multiplayer side of Last of Us, which I will stand on my square on the original promise that I made when I played Last of Us originally, the entire reasons I, I invested was because of the multiplayer. Because of the multiplayer, I was able to enjoy, I was able to try that story out, and I love that story. Top five, top five game stories, games, honestly, ever created at this point. Guaranteed. Easy. That's with no adjustments being made, because now we're hearing that, oh, in this remake, they may make thing, changes to the story that's going to make it more in line with the next, with, with two, and it's going to tell more of a cohesive story. That things could change. So as of 6-11-22, Last of Us, first game, greatest, one of the greatest games ever made. Including multiplayer, by the way. Told myself then, if the, if the second game didn't have multiplayer, I'm not going to play it. Second game has had a bunch of controversy. I don't care about that. I, li I love the first game, so I would love to play the second game. I don't care what people say. Um, I've heard about the story. Uh, I, I, don't, I judge games off of what I've played. I can sit here and say the game looks good. It looks like a technical marvel. It looks like Naughty Dog knows what they're doing. They take too goddamn long to do whatever they're doing. Like they have too much of a leash. You know when you give a dog, you take a dog for a walk and you give them too much of the leash, they kind of start getting away from you. You gotta, you gotta reel them back in so they walk next to you. You're not getting pulled all over the place. Next thing you know, you get dragged across the ground. No, especially when you got big dogs. You can't, you can't be doing all that. Don't let them have too much of a leash because of the quality of game that they put out. But in the year 2022, I don't think it's acceptable for you to not acknowledge that your game was not ready and is not coming out the second half of your game it's not ready or not coming out until 2024. So at this rate, that's what it looks like. The game is so expansive. This, uh, this extra mode became so expansive. It's now going to be released in 2024. If they get it out 23, man, they're, they're goats. They, they got it together. But you showed me concept art. That doesn't, be, that doesn't tell me anything. But again, this is Sony we're talking about here, right? Naughty Dog is under Sony now. I think there's a lot they could be keeping to the chest. Sony could do their own showcase. They could show it there. Full gameplay display. Great. Don't see it right now. And I just feel like it was a waste of space to even say anything about it unless you had something to show for it. This was supposed to be a part of your game that came out two years ago. Almost three years ago. You've kept quiet. This is that double-edged sword that we've mentioned here where having a lot of conversation can be very bad for you, Microsoft. Having very little conversation can be very bad for you, Sony. 
But I guess when you're number seven in brand loyalty across the globe, when you're in the top 10, you can just do whatever you want. Ah, oh, they'll flock when they'll, they'll flock when we need them to. That's why people will buy the remake of a remastered game. I am not downplaying it. Keep that in mind. The remake looks fucking amazing. There is a definitely a quality upgrade, ground level type. Seriously. It's not worth $60 to me. I've already released the game. Buy the game right now with less than $40. Master GP with the multiplayer. You don't want to do it for that. It's been on sale for multiple times. Less way less than that. It's just we have this problem. We have this problem within the community, within, uh, and it's not just us. This isn't just us. This is everywhere, because Sony is not known for multiplayer games. We don't. They don't have to have that standard. But everybody likes. Oh, but we're in 2022, and things should just work. Oh, when the Xbox Live party goes down. Oh, I'm mad now. Go join the party on that on PlayStation now. On, on PC, unless you're using Discord, go join a party on PC. You know how? Or do I need to show you how? You need to watch a YouTube video, how? It's just, there's a lot of back and forth. The, conversa the conversation switched and goes, swings both ways. Uh, okay, Asante says the dog is being naughty. They are. Naughty Dogs are great. It's a great, great dev studio. Great. Fantastic. They got the talent. They know what they're doing. They can tell stories. I don't care if it's controversial or not. That that still tells volumes enough that they were able to portray that through a game. Gaming is art, right? Subjective. But goddamn, this shit isn't okay. To me, at least personally. And and where it makes it worse when you're remaking an already remastered game and your that and your other half of your game isn't out. It's kind of like Halo. Same thing for me. You're continuously supporting Master Chief Collection, but Halo Infinite is having content issues. But you got content for Master Chief Collection. Whether that's another team or not. Like that's so it's perspective, it's mind share how it comes across to the people. That's what you want to avoid. But again, them Sony potentially keeping stuff close to the belt, maybe that works for them in that end and run. And we've seen it work. So Paul, I mean, pull me off from the from the from the ledge. Am I am I diving too deep? Is this this too real? Is this not it for me? Like is this a hot take? No, this is your game. And uh, again, we've talked about it many times. Sony is uh, forgiven for things that a company like Xbox never would be forgiven for. Um, they've earned some of that respect because of their past. But in cases like this, again, something was promised. Even if factions, again, if factions had become as big as Halo's multiplayer, or even, even say 50% of what Halo is, had it become any type of real community beloved you know, mode within uh, Last of Us, then I think that we would be hearing a bigger outcry. Unfortunately, most of the Sony fans, and again, I'm, I'm generalizing here. Again, this is like, I mean, when yeah. I say most of, we know what we're talking about here. I'm generalizing. But the fact is, is that most Sony fans don't care about multiplayer, 
right? Outside of Call of Duty, outside of those games. Sony's games have always been that single player experience, their first party stuff that everybody loves. So anything additional is just like, yeah, whatever, to a lot of people within the Sony community. So people have let this go. But for people like you, Steel, who care? No, absolutely it should be called out. It should be called out anyways by the general Sony community because it was something that was promised. Where, where Again, if you turn it into something bigger, great, fine, fantastic. Like you said, that's that's beautiful. But then you should have been out here and been transparent the whole entire time instead of just ignoring everybody who was waiting on it and acting like, well, they'll, they'll forgive us anyway. No big deal. We're naughty dog. Nobody cares. You know, we'll, we'll bring it out when we want to bring it out. No, no, no. That's not what you should have done. You should have probably worked on a smaller experience first, put that out, and then gone ahead and taken that smaller experience and made it what you're making it now, but at least gotten something out for the people who were expecting and were promised that this game was coming. Again, I knew this was happening. Again, the minute that Sony started transforming here and started talking about the bigger picture and started talking about games as a service, yeah, one of the first ones I said was going to be, it's Factions. Factions is going to be a standalone. People was like, nah, it's going to come. They do the remaster or whatever the case, they're going to bundle it. It's gonna, I'm, I can. kept saying I stood on that hill and said, no, this is going to be a standalone game. This is going to be one of their games as a service. This is going to be one of those monetized multiplayers that they don't have, that they need for their new subscription service. I said that from the beginning and I was right. I don't like to be right in this case because like people like you steal fans of the factions. And there was a lot. I'm not saying that it was like this tiny little piece. Uh, I mean, no, there was a lot of people who I've talked to that liked factions, right? It just never was a phenomenon. It was just never something that a ton of people were jumping into, but there was enough there that they promised to make another one and that it would be coming after the last of us Two. And and people said, okay, all right, thanks for letting us know. You know, after The Last of Us 2, you know, that's fine. It should have been there day one, but that's okay. As long as you guys are working on it, Neil Druckmann was out there promising you guys that. So, yes, it should be there. It's something that they got away with. And, again, now that they're in that mode, what else is going to be forgiven? What else can we get away with? What else can we push off? What else can we do down the road? That's what I hate when that precedent no is No upgrade set. path. Right. No upgrade path. Nothing like that. Again, $70 is a cash grab. Um, I think you brought it up, Steel, or somebody did that they should have bundled it with one or two. I think it was you. I, yeah, me, yeah. A, a bundle for $70 sure. would have been, would have been okay, all sure. right. But this collection. is a cash grab. Like I said, it's something that I appreciate that the last of us, people say, well, it's not needed. Look, I don't care. Skyrim just got their 10th anniversary. Skyrim's been updated before. I'm not one of those people that said Skyrim didn't need to be upgraded again because Skyrim's one of the goats for me. I think there's certain franchises that should always be updated and that, always be brought forward. That first Last of Us game is yeah, one of those. Yeah, yeah it's one and of those. I, it's, it's one of those for me. It's because so, they have a TV show coming out. Um, yeah. It's going to introduce it to a new audience. And mind you, this is a worthy update. It is. It's, it's, it's is bigger than we think it is, right? So, um, yeah. So I'm I'm down I, again. I'm down for the idea. The price point is ridiculous. It is a cash grab. I, I'm not going to even try to justify it. It's not. And as far as factions goes, no. The, this should not be forgiven. This should be talked about. People should be more up in arms that they were promised something that was never delivered. An experience that they're now going to monetize the hell out of and make big. Hey, good for them. It's business. They need those types of games. But look, to do that to the fan base that supported you from the beginning um, and not deliver on a promise, you know, that should be called out and that should never be let go. Uh, so, no, you're not off base deal. I understand, especially from your perspective, the passion, 
um, that, that is involved with it. No, you're not off base. You, there should be more people like you out here saying, Sony, what the fuck? This is not right. Naughty dog. What are you doing? Drunkman? What are you doing? You're supposed to be this great studio. You guys seem to be working on all these projects. Why couldn't you get us out of regular factions while you were working on this bigger idea? Why could you not have given us an experience that you promised us from the beginning? So nah, nah, you're not yeah. wrong, Steel. And then if you're you weren't wrong. gonna if you weren't gonna do it, yeah. then just say that. Oh, come out, come out, be transparent. Oh, something different. It's it's way bigger. We're, not we're wait excited. now. No, no, not in 2022. And then say, well, we're going to talk about it more next year. Here, here, here's one concept piece of art. What, what, what no. stage of development are you in on this? Yeah, exactly. Is this, is this, we're going to talk that about it means next it year? Wasn't, it wasn't 2024. In the forefront. It wasn't right. in the forefront. It wasn't, it wasn't on your forefront. mind. You weren't caring. It was a last things. thing. Last thing yep. that you were worried about the controversy. Like, I, I, I don't know, man, I, maybe that's what it is. Uh, K. Asante, that's exactly what they're going to do. The game is going to be free. Four years later for a free game. Yep. Yep. Wow. It's going to be free to play. I think it's going to be free to play. Wow. Some people are still saying they're going to charge. And oh, again, nah. we are talking it's, Sony. It's going to be they part may, of the service. They may try to try to charge some upfront stuff. So I don't. I don't know. But I, I think it's going to be free to play personally. Just monetized all hell, which is fine. Again, that's 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 a model. It, it's something that's been it done. Work, and it, it, it will fine. work for them too. It works. It works. Yeah, it'll so, work perfectly for perfect game for it. Um, but whatever. It is what it is. Um, yep. from there, oh, yeah, no Kojima, uh, which was surprising again. That's why we it, the thought is that potentially Sunday is when we get Kojima because everybody thought Kojima was going to be here, so that was a big shocker. Overdose leaking early, thought for sure this was the spot, was not so Sunday is the next big one, Steel. Yeah, if the rumors are save it. Um, uh, if the rumors are true, ma'am, Kojima is in a partnership with Xbox, and that deal is going to we're going to might see the fruits of that labor again. You don't have to love the guy. You don't have to like all his games. I'm never going to play Death Stranding, but he carries some weight with him, and people respect him, and the East loves him. So, because uh, just needs to be careful, man. Just don't don't make another game and talk about how stupid people are. <laughs> uh, exactly. it, it's your vision. I mean, at the end of the day, there's something to be said. If a lot of people don't get your vision, maybe it could just be your vision. I'm just just saying. Yeah, it still has to work at the end of the day. But people love it, so it is what it is. Um Man, Steel, we crushed it. I think so. We crushed think it, so, bro. man. I think so, man. Yeah. Um the future game showcase is gonna be here within the next like forty five minutes, man. Yep. Um, I'm gonna be on Boxing Burgers prediction show. I gotta hop over there right after this. It has already okay. gone live, so I'm gonna be hopping in there to do predictions. Maybe I'll bring Maybe uh nah he said we can jump in 20, 30 minutes late. So it's fine. Uh they're doing house cleaning and stuff. Mav and Wandering Dutch are there right now along with uh Mads Gaming. So so I'm not late. I'm not late. Otherwise I would have said something. Okay. So I'm cool. Uh Miles and I are gonna jump in a little bit late here. So no big but, deal. Um but yeah, I might be bringing uh Phil's Phil's cheat sheet here with me. Uh, I might uh might might blow everybody's minds over there as well with these I think I think it'll work. <laughs> uh, I might have to, I might have to slide in right behind you, so you got a special guest. Um, <laughs> if I have some time, I'm, I mean, I'm eating now. Um, trying to prep, trying to prep. Uh, but yeah, so what we'll do, we'll go ahead and ramp down the show. I want people to have plenty of time for the future game showcase. If you're going to tune into that again, um, we will, I will be rocking with Mav on that. Fun speculation. Check it out on his channel. Um, got invited, so definitely will be over there check us out um but now we'll go ahead i think we've had a lot of passionate conversation today um had some honest conversation again uh for those who are new here um if you're listening on the audio side 
you know, come to YouTube, hit the like, check us out on Twitter, uh, tell a buddy about us, hit the reviews, um, tell us how we're doing in the comments, man. We want to continue to evolve the show. Again, our mission is 1K. We want to get to 2K, though. That is the goal, um, I think, for us to hit the year. I mean, again, we're not doing a lot of the work behind the scenes actively to try to move us in that direction. We do need to get more live on Reddit. We need to open up a Discord um so we can just build up our community but those things take time those things take uh you know energy and effort which you know not all of us have at, at, a, at an abundance right uh, our Correct. game time is that time where we kind of just pull away from our lives and just kind of enjoy the hobby enjoy the passion um along with br bringing you this energy bringing you the octane to help you power you through the weekend with living split screen and keeping you updated on what's going on throughout the industry uh, again uh, we pride ourselves on taking that RTS view, real-time strategy, pulling ourselves out of the world, uh, looking at the darker crevices of the map, pulling our resources together, and overall, and bringing it to you all. Because uh, I feel like that's what's important. So with that, though, I think this is going to be the perfect time for us to wind it down right into this day in gaming where we cover 30 years of gaming history, uh, basically, for this date of June 11th. 2022 so get locked and loaded for that uh some people say this that this is the make me feel old section i don't it think is, it's that Steel. it is i don't think it's that again you call it what you want uh gaming is art should be treated as such i will i am a forever and will be a proponent of that i'm gonna get a shirt made that says that living split screen, split screen on the front uh gaming is art should be treated as such on the back whatever i gotta do to make sure that i can have make that happen i'm gonna do that we need it um, but let's get into this day in gaming. What has happened in gaming? <laughs> what games have been released this day in gaming? Let's get into it. Let's do it, Steel. All right. This is going to be exciting, let me tell you. Is it? You think so? Yeah, because <laughs> I'm already feeling my bones creak and my muscles getting weak. Yes, give me a good one, Sonny. Let's do this. Let's All this, right. So we're starting 29 years ago. This day in gaming in 1993, we had the NES release, Mighty Final Fight in Japan. Cool. MFF. MFF. Yeah. No, no idea. <laughs> uh, 1998, PlayStation released Pocket Fighter in Japan. Okay. In 1999, Nintendo 64 released Mario Golf. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Good time. Uh, 2001, Game Boy Advance released Rayman Advance. I always like Rayman. I, I love Rayman. Rayman's my yeah. guy. I, I, I still got a thing for Rayman. Uh, this guy, they got a Rayman game. I believe that was on 360. Um, but it's more like a 2D side scroll. I missed the 3D Rayman. We need another one of those. Ubisoft, get to work. Um, 2004, PlayStation 2 released Tom Clancy, Splinter Cell, Pandora Tomorrow. Man, freaking fantastic. Let's go. Let's go, Fisher. Let's, Let's do go. this. Coming back. Then in 2009, PlayStation 3 released Bomberman Ultra. Shout out to Bomberman, man. You're forever, yeah, man. forever a piece Kill, of my heart. Killing friendships everywhere. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> I trapped you with that bomb. You're not going to like me for the yeah, rest of the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> then in 2009, DS released Infinite Space in Japan. All right. Uh, well, that was infinitely boring. Um, 2009, the Wii released Metroid Prime 2. Yes, sir. Echoes in Japan. Then, Great game. 2012, PlayStation Vita released Metal Gear Solid HD Collection. 
Amazing. Still to this day. Love it. 2013, PlayStation 3 released Tekken Revolution. Can't go wrong with Tekken. I can't go wrong with Tekken. I don't recall that one, but whatever. <laughs> um, 2015, 3DS released Dragon Ball Z Extreme Botuden in Japan. I don't don't know what that is. I didn't have a 3DS either. Surprising. Surprising. I have a 3DS. Uh, I wasn't in the hand. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, after the Game Boy SP, I completely fell off a hand. Um, unless it was the PSP. The PSP was kind of major, other than that. Um, and uh, then in 2015, Android released Dragon Quest VI in Japan. Love Dragon Quest. Uh, then the 3DS released Fire Emblem Fates Birthright. One great franchise. One of the franchises I'm missing not being on Nintendo these days. That's one of them. Okay. Uh, then in 2015, PC released Lego Jurassic World. Lego. Yeah. All of um, them. Then in 2015, <laughs> PlayStation 4 and Xbox One released. I think this is a pretty good damn good game. Uh, Payday yeah. 2 Crime Wave Edition. Not the best performance, but no, Payday is a good game. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah, period. Get it right. Got a group of buddies. Yep. Get in there. Get it done right. Uh, it's going to be a real good uh, Even when it got hectic. Um, then in 2015, 3DS, re- 3DS released Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix. There's, there's my kryptonite. Anytime you put rhythm in the title, I'm out. Yeah, That's yeah, it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that and horror. No, no rhythm games. Let's go. Uh, then in 2019, Nintendo Switch released Oh uh, well, actually, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation Four, and Xbox One released Contra Anniversary Collection. Good, good IP. We need, we need a good, uh, we need a good Contra game to come back. Yep. Um, then to wrap it up, twenty twenty one on PC, we got Call to Arms, Gates of Hell, Ostfront. Okay. Shout out to the Call to Arms series. Um, Nintendo Switch got Game Builder Garage. There's a lot of people who actually build use that to build their games off of. Games, yep. Um, PC release, Guilty Gear Strive, which I do still <laughs> play on and off. Um, I do wish it was on off. Again, there's certain there are certain games, genres that need to be multiplayer. Um, yep. mainly because it just they don't have the same steam that they used to have not to take away or say that they've downgraded or whatever it's just the arc the, the fighting scene was heavily based off the arcade scene um and also co-op uh being able to go over a buddy's house and whoop up on them or whatever the case may be it was really heavy into that um yep. over the years because of the poor support support on the multiplayer side of things is what's mainly killed fighting games um and I don't think making them exclusive to a platform helps that. No, how about you just give them, get them, invest in them, and help them get more money so they can have better net code in their games so people can enjoy the online experience. That's something that Mortal Kombat still has a negative Max. side on. Um, as great as NetherRealm is, NetherRealm, you need some help with net code. If you had Killer Instinct's net code, I think Mortal Kombat, again, Tournaments, nothing, nothing taken away from it. But if you want to evolve, continue to evolve fighting, have to work on the net code. You do. Have to. It's important. It's yep. integral. Yep. Um, and Guilty Gear Strive actually has some really good game in-game net code. So shout out to the Guilty Gear. Um, and then in 2021, uh, PlayStation 5 and Series X got the upgraded versions of Star Wars Jedi Fallen 
Order, which is also getting its second game coming out, um, otherwise known as Jedi Survivor. Uh, Survivor. Yes. Which I'm also extremely excited for. That's probably gonna be another one uh, that I do a fresh playthrough on. Probably gonna do a modded character or something like that. I uh, just to enjoy it because uh, I do want to fully get a playthrough out on that. But I'm about to do that after I beat Sekiro. Uh, it's yes. Not, 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 yeah, um, yeah. I know you. You like to focus on those games. Yeah. Um, yeah. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen. That was your This Day in Gaming segment. This was episode 60 of Living Split Screen. Uh, Absolutely amazing. Season 2, episode 60. It's been nothing but great times, man. Uh, Again, every Saturday, this is the time to look forward to. Uh, Three hours at least worth of content. It's, it's, It's accidental. Uh, like it just it happens we have a passionate conversation we want the full breadth of uh the different things that we talk about the only thing that i feel like we're missing personally is that we don't have the time to really refine the show down to turn it into like 20 minute bites and hour bites so making people make it easier not only on a content standpoint for youtube it's business right um but also just make it easier for people to congest because not everybody has time like that um, and we, we will. Know, we, we, we will. We know it's a game. Uh, we'll get there we eventually. Uh, hopefully, the community can help us get there. Uh, again, there is a kind of a goal that we we could probably get to to start establishing those things. Uh, but it's a different conversation to have in another time. And hopefully, you guys are along for that adventure because the industry industry is not slowing down, and me and Pong aren't going to magically stop caring. So, with that being said, I'll lead off. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for being here. Uh, for those who are still here, again, hit that like button on your way out. Share it. Uh, tell the people you had a good time leading you into the Future Game Showcase. Tell them that you're excited for the Xbox Showcase tomorrow. Again, today's date is June 11th. Tomorrow will be June 12th. For those listening on the audio side in the future, let us know if we were right. Let us know if we were wrong. Let us know what we can do to make living split screen better for the community. And uh, with that, you can find me everywhere. Still rain. I still rain. I, the T is a seven uh, everywhere. If it has a search bar, Google, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Xbox, PlayStation, PC, Steam, Epic, whatever it may be, type it in. You will find me. Let's get some gaming in. Um, <laughs> Look, man, I don't have to hide from nobody. Hit me up. I'll tell you whether I got space or not. If I'm trying to keep to myself, I'm recording gameplay, I'm trying to keep it low, because that's one thing that I will start changing. When I'm recording gameplay, I will be starting to record gameplay that I can actually upload. I have to start getting some of these files off my computer until I can get to a point where I can update, uh, upgrade some of my uh, hard drive space. But I'm going to start putting stuff on YouTube, man. Me just playing games. Two hours long. I might cut it up. But I think I'm going to just do my sessions, but I want to make sure the sound is involved. So um, the way that I got the setup right now makes it difficult to do both. But that's not happening. Definitely get some gaming in. We'll get down to it. Uh, but other than that, live a split screen every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. UK time. We are a non-console-centric platform. We cover everything that's going on within, within the industry. Yes, we do have pref- we have preferences. All humans do. But it is not just about plastic, it's about the consumer. It's about growing our community, about reaching those 3 billion gamers because seemingly we can't get past the 500 million cap that we're at right now between all the <laughs> ecosystems, excluding mobile. Reach, so, reach, brother. Reach. With that being said, Pong, lead them to yeah. victory. 
Uh, again, appreciate you for being here this morning, man. Oh, and, man. Uh, afternoon. And oh, we're, did, we're we're do this right nobody back. else, brother. You know that? We get we got to get down and we got to get dirty with this stuff. And this is the best week to be doing that. And again, to have my brother from another steel vein every Saturday do this with, but especially this type of Saturday before Christmas, during Christmas, I should say. This is what we live for. This is why we do this. Again, and all of you that come out and see us each and every week, thank you. Thank you so much. Again, you could be a million other places right now, but you're here. And for those of you listening to the future, the fact that you go back in time and want to listen to us, again, appreciate it. Nothing but love and respect for each and every single one of you. This has been Living Split Screen, episode 60. Love those even numbers, Steel, especially Uh, the day prior to the Super Bowl when we got Xbox Bethesda. We broke it all down for you. I hope you liked our predictions, even if they were a little beyond maybe what you were expecting. Look, we were having a fun time. This is what it's all about. Love you all. Thank you for all being here. Look at Pong Soul, Twitter, Xbox. You know the drill. I'm not even going to run down all the stuff I'm going to be on. Just watch Twitter. I'm going to be on Fun Speculations channel later today with Steel. We'll be on all day tomorrow. Obviously, I'm rolling right over to Boxing Burgers right as soon as we cut the show to hop on there for his prediction show. You can jump over there. He's got huge guest lineup. Listen, it's going to be a fun fun rest of the weekend play some games while you're listening to all this of course enjoy the shows when you're watching them but please remember it's the golden age of gaming people get out there play what you love love what you play do not let anybody steal that hype or energy from you ever i don't care what anybody wants to try to tell you online don't let it happen continue to be excited for what's happening and what we got coming and no matter what happens tomorrow on sunday just know that it is going to be another freaking fantastic, ridiculous time of gaming June through forever. From here on out, I'm so, I'm calling it forever. So we're all long dead buried in the ground. Gaming is going to be around. It's going to be awesome. This is just man, so fun right now. So all of you have a great rest of your weekend. I will be talking to you all real soon, I'm sure. So we'll see you then. Ladies and gentlemen, keep it live, raw and undercut. Have a fantastic fantastic rest of your weekend get excited stay excited keep it about gaming empower your communities stay safe and may the gods walk with y'all catch out next weekend episode 61 of living we have a lot to talk about lot to talk about next weekend Ooh, have fire. <laughs> much love guys peace